0: two three perfect okay hi everybody welcome back to the audacity new name in the works uh, i'm about to do something new i even have a graphic designer making some designs but like i like i said as promised today i have a very special guest uh also thank you before i get into my guest thank you to that additional person who is helping me write my wrong on my score we're at a 4.0 which i never even thought i'd get there because i was doing with a 3.5 now If we can go higher, we can go higher, but it it does have to be a five. I know this is not a five-star podcast, so I'm aiming for a 4.3 now, so if I get three other people to go leave me a good Spotify score, those fucking scoundrels who fucked up my score in the first place will no longer matter, because their voices don't matter. Okay, so introducing my guest today, I have Tyler. You don't even know his last name. What's up, Tyler?
1: Oh, can I come in now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Introduce yourself. I'm Tyler. um, Undisclosed middle and last name, undisclosed work location. But what I can say is that I do love my sister, Leah. Thank you. Undisclosed last name, work, all the other stuff. Officer Leah. And I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. And I still know her as um, that that black Black narcissist. And that is my favorite black narcissist.
0: If I'm no longer a black nurse, I'm a cop because I'm just how bitches want to police me 24 seven. I'm now stepping into my police station bag, gun and badge and baton and vehicle and uh, siren.
1: And sometimes I I can't say I I blame you.
0: This, okay, I think you're putting off the podcast because you're the original cop, like. <laughs> and that's why I said I and, can't blame and you. And I'm Officer Leah. You're lieutenant. You're captain.
1: Babe, it's giving sheriff.
0: Do not come in my town
1: after dark. No, quite <laughs> literally. Give me the star badge. Give me the boots. Girl, I'm locking you up and I'm putting you in the back of my car.
0: Lock him up. That's actually <laughs> <a> <laughs> clink, clink, bitch. So, I, like I said, with all my, my new guests, I think we should do How We Met. But I think that'll tie into our first impression. So, I want to do okay. first impression. So, my first impression of you was you had that kilt on and you're a fro. I think it was a fro. And you were you were that girl that when you walked because Samari and Ashton were like, oh, we gotta invite Tyler, we gotta invite Tyler, and I was like, who's Tyler? I was curious. No shade. When I, I thought you were a cute straight black man. No, and that's and,
1: no. And honestly, no. I am. <laughs> cute? No, cute man. No, cute straight black man. I think all that works. I'm aligned.
0: Okay. So, anyways, that's what that's what it was giving, and then I saw Tyler. They're they're killed at the time. And I was like, this is not what I expected, but I'm not of... And I was like, and then I have some videos of you dancing. You were that girl, because you were doing the Katie bands gun thing. Like, you were really giving. And I was like, wow. I was like, I really liked her, but you were also kind of intimidating, not in a bad way, but it's just you were tall, and you're already high-heeled boots. And you were kind of like, I don't want to be here, which I totally understood.
1: Yeah, because I think there's two things that were at play that night. <laughs> One, I was with... <laughs> One, I was with You're my New dear York sister, doll. my my dear sister, Alex, who was in town. Y'all's we both kind of this... giving cunty too. No shade. Yeah, no, Alex is just like actually a bitch. But I love Alex and Alex is like literally the sweetest person. But Alex is a bitch. And then like typically when I get around like my bitchy friends who are obviously the sweetest people on earth, I just give off a bitchy aura. Yeah. yeah. So the two of us linked up
0: it was getting nasty,
1: and it was hot. Well, I'm gonna be nasty. And DJ
0: Applebottom was DJing, but that was good music. It was good music.
1: And we had a and we had a section. <laughs> Go! It wasn't a section. It was
0: a section. You're right. But just thinking about what sections mean in white culture at like them outdoor outdoor pub clubs, whatever. That's exactly what they are: pub clubs. Pub <laughs> clubs with county folk. Tony yeah. Girl, I gotta get the fuck out of Austin. The way I'm disparaging these bitches, but it was a pub club. And a pub club means, like, it should be a pub, but they have somehow made it into a club. It's a pub club. <laughs> and that's when I first met you, and I was, like, really that I, – I knew you were that girl. Like, bitch, tell me why. I was looking at this photo of you that I took on my film camera, and I was, like, isn't your blonde And you know I'm a fan.
1: Oh, You yeah, know man. I'm a fan
0: of the blonde. I was, like, you are really that bitch. And I don't think a lot of bitches can say that.
1: No, girl, that was – that photo, whatever photo you're talking about, I know it was just so Odell Beckham Jr. coded that, like <laughs> – I just feel like people are just so drawn to him, and I get it. He's hot. Who
0: called you Odell Beckham?
1: Everyone calls me Odell Beckham. (laughs) I'm actually going for Halloween this year as Odell Beckham.
0: Does that mean you gotta go blonde again? Please.
1: I might get like that little hair chalk. I might do like the white hair chalk thing. But again, all y'all want to see. And you had
0: and you had a loose curl too when you had your because you were damaging your hair, but. So y'all, of, all,
1: y'all just wanna see me light skinned, light eyes, you light were in hair. your light skin
0: era. When you were blonde, I'm not kidding. Cause you your hair had switched texture because she was damaged even though you I mean she was doing a good job, but it was damaging your hair. Okay,
1: girl, my hair my curls are are a bit loose. <laughs> no, it's really giving if y'all
0: can see what I see. You would not, no, no shade, sister. They were loose air when you were blonde. They are not giving you loose. literally
1: just said I had nigga naps. That's it's giving so kinky curly, it's giving kinky uh, curly. Wait, girl, you know I mixed. Don't do this to me.
0: I know it's gonna hurt your feelings because I'm talking to a biracial who's upset <laughs> that I'm calling it
1: 4C. Wait, y'all, in all honesty, I'm not biracial, like, I'm not aligned to that lifestyle. You have four black grandparents, I have four black grandparents, and two black
0: grandparents, and two black parents.
1: And two black parents. Boogie black. You, if you go anywhere above that, it might get a little bit mixy. Doesn't it? But all? I can say four black parents.
0: And not a lot of girls can say that.
1: And not a lot of girls can say that. <laughs> not in
0: twenty
1: twenty three. Girl, and definitely not in
0: twenty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay. So what was your first impression of me?
1: Okay, so I'm actually that night, scared. Oh, no, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Why are you running? Don't be scared. Don't be scared at all. So, again, you already know I was, like, kind of in a bitch mindset that night. Rude. Yeah. But typically, like, when I'm in that bitch mindset, no one approaches. Like, there's, like, a general fear that I can engender in people. Yeah. But you seem to have, like, zero fear, which kind of scared me because I was, like, I hate a bitch with no social fear. Like, because you were just so chatting. so crazy. I, well, I
0: was also drunk or high. No shade. Oop, fuck. I got to cut that out. <laughs> That's why you heard that random cut of audio from the... Cause I had. I wasn't even going to put a bleep there. I was too lazy. I was like, I just got to cut that out. Anyway, <laughs> I was inebriated twofold. So I
1: was like, okay, work. Yeah, no. So I think the first impression I was like, okay, this person is not afraid in social settings, which... And ones that I like, I'm only typically comfortable in social settings that like, I know I have a certain amount of control over. And not saying like, I am like knowing all these people, but it's just like, I know I'm that girl. You do know a lot of people. Like
0: Tyler has introduced me to some kooky, quirky bitches in Austin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think my first impression, like we're talking like literal first, like meeting at, in the section at that pub club, I was like, oh, this girl's a little bit fearless.
0: My Taylor Swift bag? Ugh. No,
1: actually what? and your Taylor Allison Swift bag. I was like, okay. Is that really on, her middle name? That so is her that is her middle so name. So white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that I was like, okay, this is a lawless land that we live in. And I need to link up with a fearless girl. And like that's the only We were way we actually can say
0: cowboys <laughs> running through Austin, Texas, because it was it's a lawless, it is a lawless town. Lawless. No law and order as Zero. much as Greg Abbott wants, <laughs> and I did have to link up with someone who was also fearless because you're also fearless. Like yes, I was brave. I mean, you said it, <laughs> but I thought you were fearless though, because you like I think you're fearless and like bitch I'm aware what I'm aware and I'm a how I'm a be. and a lot of bitches also can't say that. Like a lot of you bitches don't really want to wear a kilt because you're dealing with some demons.
1: Right, and a lot of the girls just don't have the legs for it. I think that's also a key thing. Like, I think bravery is one thing, body is another. Like, everyone doesn't have it. So, someone who's new to body is trying to tell girls about body, and I don't think that that is fair. Okay, when can I graduate out of new to body? Because I feel like at this point, I've been new to body for, what, like, two years? Well, aren't like, you
0: trying to, wait, anyways, aren't you trying to rebrand? Like, aren't you trying to rebrand? because yeah, some okay. shifts in the body. So, I think you're new to a new body now.
1: I am. No. And I think that is correct. But I think it'll be helpful to explain to people where this nasty phrase came from and why it has really just come into, like, the social vernacular today. It's
0: hashtag new to body. So basically, we were in Barcelona after the Beyonce concert, and my feet, my dogs was hurting. And we had actually like... <laughs> actually, let's talk about that night, because Tyler's such a bitch. I may say something bitchy, but you were a bitch. Talking about... We were finding... We were... Working like hell to get a uh, taxi, y'all. Like working like hell. Oh yeah. And Tyler and Jasmine split up and left me, Cheyenne, and Cam to get a taxi. And me, Cam, and Cheyenne. Okay, were... wait, hold
1: on, hold on. No, you're actually a liar because I was actually with you. Jasmine and Cheyenne left us, bitch. No, no, no. Actually... That
0: was most. There was. There was. Girl, let me finish my story so you can get to it. And we can even have Jasmine co-sign because it's exactly what happened. So me, Cheyenne, and no, this is you're talking pre-concert. I'm talking after the concert, bitch. Okay, sure, whatever. Oh. <laughs> right exactly bitch so you're such a bitch now she know so we're struggling and i'm tired i'm like i'm not even giving no effort cheyenne and camera really running cheyenne is not comprehending that you can only find a taxi when the light is green that was whooping everybody's ass like their lights aren't green so what are we giving this energy for and i just give up and so uh jasmine and tyler split up from us uh, and they end up finding a taxi And they put in the chat, oh, we found one. Okay, that's not really helpful. I don't give a fuck. We don't have no taxi. So maybe 10 minutes later, which is actually insane, we end up finding a taxi and we get back to the shared Airbnb, the shared space. And Tyler was like, yeah, I saw y'all running up and down the street. I started to <laughs> say something. And Jasmine was like, I told you not to do that. And so, and I said, bitch, why would you say something in the first place and tell us that you saw us struggling and laugh? And they had giggled about it. And they told us they had giggled about it in the taxi. <laughs> so, anyways, it don't matter what I said to the body. They sat there. I think you both sat there and giggled. I'm not going no, no. to not going to. No, no, me
1: and Jess were <laughs> cracking up in that car.
0: So I'm not going to blame one person, but what I will say, is Jasmine was correct. You didn't have to tell nobody.
1: But I'm like, okay, so I will give another instance where, like, Jasmine clearly told me not to tell a certain story, and I did. <laughs> because I, cause the thing is, I think it's fun. I think it's, like, I think it's like, girl, we're all girls, but I think the issue the last time I did this is, like, I said it to a girl that I wasn't girls with, <laughs> and it hit too close to home. So. Didn't you call her weird, a loser? Oh, God, that's so mean. No, I didn't. I said her wig was levitating. And that's just. Different. Honestly,
0: I wonder what's worse calling someone a loser or saying that your wig is levitating. Did you say you see okay. levitate in high school?
1: I said, so her, her wig was always levitating in high school. I was like, girl, it's not attached. Like, it's just quite literally just a slight hover.
0: I keep humming levitate. I keep seeing levitating in my head I do a lipa.
1: <laughs> and then I remember we, I saw her at like a reunion or something. I was like, Jasmine, like, we have to tell her. About what we used to call her in high school. And she's like, Why would you do that? And I was like, Because <laughs> it's funny. Like, it's cute. Like, we've all grown up. And I looked her in the face and I said, like, Girl, we used to say your wig was levitating all the time. And she just looked at me, destroyed. And I was like,
0: <gasps> <laughs> So, audience, I want to tell you, I want to ask what's worst? Calling somebody, a lo- saying you used to call them a loser or saying that your wig used to be levitated? I would actually take loser because I would have also been heartbroken if you just said that all of high school my hair was fucked up and nobody
1: told me. <laughs> I never said it was fucked up. I just said it was levitating. It, it was a nice wig all the time. It just didn't look, look like it belonged to her. Like and it you, belonged to it see, belonged. It, but it belongs to the world just as much as it belonged to her. Like at that point, and it you was see levitating. The shade?
0: No, you hit a shade because you're saying you said it looked like a beautiful wig, but just it looked like it didn't belong to her. This ah, you famous It's fucked up. You don't look right. See, this is actually a bitch. Like, Tyler's going to try to come off as nice, but Tyler's actually a bitch. So anyways, now let's go back to when I was being a bitch, but rightfully so. So we met up with some, we went to a, basically a gay, a gay pub club, I guess, the Spanish version. Mm-hmm. And we're meeting up with some of these other guys who we met i met one of them and then we went to the beyonce pregame i i just know this i knew this gay guy and then he had his boyfriend and then we were at a gay club with other gay people like, it was just a lot of gay men around which loved that Love me around my gay men so basically one of my friends boyfriends is like oh do you do you guys want to go to a circuit party it, it was sounded like a gay activity so i was like i don't think i don't want to go to that but i'm gonna ask them i said i'm gonna ask my friends and see if they want to go and Jordan, he was like, I don't know if I'm going to go. I don't know. Um, or he maybe maybe he was going, but I don't know if he wanted to go. And then I walked over and I said, oh, in my head I was thinking, he's like, oh, it's like, he, someone's like, oh, it's for body girls. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, my girls are new to body, so I think they'll enjoy this. Because they had just recently gone through body transformations. Cam had lost some weight and you had like slimmed down but had muscle. Like, what, what would you consider your body
1: at at that point? I think I was just like very CrossFit.
0: Oh, yeah, you were definitely in your CrossFit phase. One thing about you, you will be in a phase. Like, you will be no, in a phase of
1: life. That's the thing about life. This should always have eras. I think that makes life so much more fun.
0: So, Tyler was in his CrossFit cross, uh, fit phase, and you really weren't your CrossFit bag. Yeah. So, they were both new to... Tyler was new to A-Body. Cam was new to Body. Like, that was mean.
1: It was <laughs> big, But, alas, we're for moving <laughs> forward.
0: Okay. So, Cam was also new to A-Body. Cam had Body before. So basically i came back to them and i was like oh do you guys want to go to a circuit party they said they were going to a circuit party and you both were like no and i was like i don't really know what it is but like Leon you explained it and i was like i mean i guess that sucks and i had then said to them i was like i was like yeah anyway I, they did say it's your body girls and i was just saying i thought you guys were new to a body and their feels were hurt but i don't think your feelings should be hurt though because you are new to you were new to a body
1: but just the grin on your face really is what <laughs> sent me because you were like yeah i just thought i'd tell y'all because i know y'all are new to body." Bitch, I have been working on that body for a year and a half. Like, that body was (laughs) solidified. There was nothing new about it. No,
0: Tyler was slaving at
1: CrossFit at, like, 5 in the morning.
0: Yes. And
1: I tell you, I've never been more ripped in my life. Like, truly.
0: But did you, like, okay, so when you posted your angry black man photo in the mirror the other day, I thought that the body was sickening. I was like, what are you, I feel like you're putting on more muscle, it looked like.
1: Oh, no, that's just my clothes are baggy. I've actually Mm -hmm. lost weight. I've lost, like, 15 pounds since i left lost left austin
0: oh my gosh are so you getting into your rush bag
1: no i'm getting in my waif bag We're and, in you, our, and
0: you bitches probably can't spell waif and that's you no shit
1: no i'm in my sinewy era like when i tell you wow. waif and sinui that is so what i'm striving for what is for. your
0: uh life you're getting into your life era yeah so what's nice. your what have you lost inches around your waist
1: um not really the waist is always going to stay itty bitty like that's just something that's kind of like have, perpetual have it's imper- perpetuity.
0: in perpetuity <laughs> bitches you can google that from the iconic <laughs> jocelyn hernandez imperpetuity so has you like has anything you lost 15 pounds where you've lost the 15 pounds from just straight muscle um,
1: i think it's typically just muscle mass i'm not looking like wow. a rock anymore you were it was you weren't even rockish, but the bitches just couldn't handle you though they couldn't, and like, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to feel a little bit more petite, so I was like, let me just... You were back in your back petite up. era? Yeah, getting back in my sample size era. I, I was going
0: to say something, but... I'm
1: yeah, gonna just say it, guy. just say it. No, you should say it. Are your the high sample size?
0: <laughs> 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 and I only have to be nasty because fashion actually hates me, and if I can't rock any nice gear, then I have to make fun of anybody else. So rock jam. it. <laughs> who said that um is, a, is it a vine is it i think it's bad girls club or some some fight show it's some, 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 so rock it and i can't rock it because <laughs> fashion hates me i have thick thighs that don't save lives
1: yeah i also have enormous thighs that just refuse to go into things so
0: works. Silly. okay so so that's um yeah, like Loki. I gotta stop doing my podcast in this condition because when I tell you I'll be do- going on walks in my head, like I'll just actually be brain farting <laughs> bad. Um, so we are gathered here today because we are gonna be piercing the corporate baddie veil, which I thought that was such a good title for a podcast it's everything. I love it so Cause much. Cause it's send it to me. It's like Succession, but like hip current and really de- de- what debunking? Yes. The state of Black corporate America. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I can't really speak to white corporate America though. I mean, I mean I guess I could, but like in a observer state, not in a person who like yeah. lives the experience. Hold on, I'm just pulling I'm pulling up my notes. Okay. It was also going to be America's next corporate baddie which I thought that was also good.
1: Oh, that was also that'd be really fun too, but again,
0: That's not over. I think just
1: I think this title works better given what we're talking At about. At least I'm understanding. Oh yes, yes, we're yes. Be yes.
0: About. Actually, so before I hop into this, let's get into the state of pop music. So Tyler has actually warped my music taste. Like my music taste will actually never be the same again. Because like Charlie got, or Tyler got me on Charlie. Tyler got me on. Um, I, I mean, I do listen to Omar Apollo, but he's he's a weirdo. Like I can't believe we went to that concert. Caroline chick that's really for crazies. Like. <laughs> Into some new Lana Del Rey, even though she do be talking about something.
1: Yeah, she'd be talking her shit.
0: So, like, Tyler's really got me into something. So, what are, Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen, but into my deep bag of Carly Rae Jepsen. Ha, have you gotten more into The Loveliest Time?
1: I, unfortunately, have not. Um, But I do look forward to getting back into her.
0: And also, he... he everything he needs... We heard that at the food hall, and I was like... Mm. No, we
1: heard that in the food hall in what, Lisbon? And I was in like, Lisbon. Oh, they, whoever is on the off, <laughs> big tear, because that is such... It's not even a deep cut, because it's not that old, but like, why would they play that? He, like, somebody he was going me. through I something. got
0: everything he needs.
1: He needs me. He needs well, me. When
0: well, like, well, he can't sleep, I understand. Talk about it.
1: And the thing is, Carly is, I mean, granted, she's probably lived 65 lives because the girl's, like, 82. She looks 112. Yeah, she's very old. But that's <laughs> probably why she can relate to so much and so many people and yeah, so many experiences. Times. It's like when she's saying her words, she's existing across so many planes of time. It's and truly beyond.
0: I think, like, what pisses me off is the girls like to make fun of Carly because they think all she is is Call Me Maybe, which is a good song, or... uh. What's that? I really like you, which is a good also song. A like both are incredible. Like, you're songs. really taking those, and uh, what's that song she did, "Al City Good Time," which is also a good time. Or it's also a good song because Al City was actually talking about some things. Sure. Like she's actually writing hits that you guys cannot even comprehend.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, I get the I get the "Call Me Maybe" jokes. Like maybe ten years ago, my sister has a real discography. Oh real discography and, like,
0: with B sides, ambitious. Are now making EPs with seven songs and calling that a project. And I actually can't even spell
1: B side. Like, because she will always do a b-side she's like hey y'all y'all like this I'm, here's the b-side i'm
0: gonna give you 14 new songs on top of my i'm gonna give you a 28 song project cause i really need y'all to feel something and she actually releases like kind of consistently which i'm there are artists who cannot release consistency consistently like beyonce rihanna she she, she can't do that because no shade she can't sing but like beyonce she could drop whatever she wants to because it's gonna be a th- well thought out project the rest of you bitches like who are not really giving anything you need to be consistent and you need to give us an album yeah
1: but it's, it's I guess I think that's mostly just a testament to her pen. The her pen, pen, the pen is a little just too dumb. It's no, too good. No, I
0: actually think you all need to tap into shadow. I, she's talking about things like she's speaking into other planes that you bitches can't even. You don't even know. You don't even know what plane I'm talking about. If there's, it could be a, it could be the homonym of plane. You don't know. She's in different areas, bitch.
1: Yeah, and I think I just think the seminal piece of work is obviously emotion. Like I think that there, I could actually like, tear up a little bit because. In your fantasy, dream about me
0: and all that we could do with this emotion. What if I turn the lights back down? I feel it. You feel it. Actually, that's actually. So I hung out with Tyler a second time. <laughs> if we were going to this, this booth-ass event called First Thursday, it's actually so it good. Oh, gotten we were standing in line. Yes, and it was hot as hell. And I was talking about Carly, and Tyler was like, "Boy, prob- we You talking about boy problems? Who's got them? I got them too."
1: Me too. making the most of the night, girl. I always want to crash my car. Listen to that. Like literally, I want to drive <laughs> Grim Jeeper into the back of a Toyota Camry. And just- you
0: probably okay, girl. Don't act like you haven't done that though.
1: <gasps> <gasps> okay, wait. No shade. Why did my mom tell me yesterday? She's like, "Girl, you know you're gonna get pulled over soon," and I'm like, "Why? Your tags?" And she was like, "No, your tents are way too dark."
0: No shade. I think I'm aligned.
1: I'm like, my sister, you put the tents on my car in Maryland. Oh, so she's going to have you arrested. I would say her so the bill. It.
0: I'm like, you did this. And you be driving my car more than I do, so.
1: Wake that up. But anyway, back to Miss Carly. Again, I just think the jokes are funny. Hee, hee, ha, ha. Actually, the jokes aren't funny anymore. Try a different joke. The woman has Hits.
0: Hits and just because y'all don't see them because you're not engaging which is why know, even though that new york times article was very nasty about the pop girls i just think it's so true like there's so much un- there's so much hidden talent it's not even hidden it's just so much niche talent
1: yeah because i think it's very much it's like it's i think it like follows the same like idea of like when women like things in the gays and it also extends to the gays and i think it's there, because again, like the well, no, no shade. Like
0: padum padum. I do see why. Like, no, I do not like that song. I'm sorry.
1: Well, that's the thing is, the gays only like that, and the girls don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so even the girls didn't think it's dumb because the gays like it. So, it, 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 right. right, right, isn't that so nasty? So it's called
1: a double. Up. Like, imagine you turning on your ally and you're like, team oh, up. No, actually, it's a team up. Like, you gotta get that. Team up. You gotta get that
0: shit out of here. So, no shade. I'm sorry. I do. I don't think that what you think is dumb. I just don't like that song. I think it's a bad song. So who else are you listening to? Currently? Ch- Charlie's new shit don't sound good. What's that song? Club Classics. I want to hear them club, club classics.
1: Club Classics.
0: Wait, and that's the it it be- It might actually be iconic.
1: No, we're going to drag it. It's going to be so good. Because as I'm gonna...
0: hearing you, I say it. Oh, I, I want to hear them club classics. So Those club, club, club classics.
1: classics. <laughs> no, because when I say you, she has a song called anthems, And like- we watched her documentary. You Like, we heard a demo of anthems. And I was like, I want anthems. Is this Party For You? Or, is, that, is it from that album? It's the same album as that. And I was like, this sounds dumb. Why is she singing a song about anthems? And the song goes too dumb. So I know club I'm Classic not a fool I'm not a
0: fool, Charlie. Like, I'm not a Tyler Charlie fan, but I do like me some Charlie, though. I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. I like some of her discography, but some of that shit, though, I'm like, girl, this sounds like some noise. I can't rock with you on this.
1: And I think I relate to Charlie the most is because, like, Like you said earlier, like, you know I love my eras moment. Charlie is always gonna be in different eras. She's like, girl No Crash.
0: I thought that even though bitches was shit on Crash, you actually can't shit on Crash. I think it's a perfectly sonically kept album from start to finish. Clear
1: vision. And she's doing great sampling from the the right era. Right. It's a pop stars album. She said, I'm actually my pop star era and after she's like, Girl, I'm gonna do something else. But you know,
0: what she do gotta work on though, the visuals that's one thing I do got to say, girl. You know, or not the visuals, her dancing. Like, girl, we gotta get you a real choreographer. Like, if you really wanna be a pop girl, you have to be cleaner on the movements.
1: Her her visuals, I will say, are like actually some of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> Absolutely, like, you know, but I will go up for my girls, but I will straight iPod, girly.
0: like just straight on the speakers. Other uh, like, Crash got me through a dark time.
1: On that iPod, girl. Turn Crash
0: it got me. S O S also got me through a dark time. Like, there were some albums that really got me through some dark moments. Who SZA also can't sing. No Shay, I think the musicality is dead. Like Beyonce is actually the last great. I'm not kidding.
1: Musical artist.
0: Yes, she is our. Cause I don't see no. Even though I like Olivia, her VMA performance was so bad.
1: And her last album wasn't good. Oh,
0: you a sour fan though. I like guts.
1: You actually liked it.
0: I do like Get Him Back. Well, that's fun. She just released a video for
1: that. I know they shot it on an iPhone
0: 15 Pro. Go buy our phones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I honestly, I'm a bit disappointed by her sophomore follow up. I want to get them back. I want to make them really jealous. I want to make them feel sad. Oh, I... ah. The thing is, I enjoy Like, I think the beginning is very strong. Someone like, said
0: that that song is a sample off of We Are Never Getting Back Together. And it's. I can't stop thinking about it because it's actually very similar when you think about it. She's just more edgy in her lyrics
1: that's the thing is like she's always just gonna get those copy allegations like, yeah she's never beating those and i think i don't think she has like that much of like a personal brand to like everyone's like girl you're just
0: because is she is she I mean, obviously is she latina
1: um i think she's like half filipino half something else maybe half white <laughs> Ooh,
0: so i wasn't even i thought she was latina as so. a she I can't even rock I can't really rock with her with half I was gonna rock with her. Hold on. I gotta I gotta Google that. I just gotta know. Rodrigo ethnicity. Cause you know it's ethnicity.
1: I think. I'm she, almost sure it's Filipino. She's
0: Filipino in German uh. Okay. Whoa, my mind is sh- I'm shook. Wow. Okay. I guess you go yeah. girl. <laughs> really fuck the Spanish though, cause why you in, why you in the Philippines? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, work. Okay, anyways, continue.
1: No, I'm just saying, I I think the beginning album started very strong. All-American Bitch is fun. Bad idea, right? Fun. What Vampire, she would did she say, All the Guys fun. I
0: Like Are Gay? She ate that.
1: That's in uh, Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. But I think what really just fucked the whole album up for me is Lacey, which I think is actually the worst song to ever be written and sung. And well, record it let me and go find put the on the iPod. It's the full like, song. She starts Lacey. off and says, "Lacy, oh Lacy, your skin like puff pastry." And I was like, "Delete uh, this." You you actually got that word for word, bar for bar. It stuck with me. It the when it, you first. Like, it must have bothered you that bad. No, I was, <laughs> I was I was I was on a run. I was listening to it for the first time when I was running. And you and get I was to like, stop. I was like, "Oh God!" Like, where? Why does she do that?
0: Mm. Actually, yeah. no, no shade. We ain't got. We didn't got to waste space on this. I do like that song. I like to get him. I want to get him back because you know I really didn't like sour like that. So I'm not the yeah. biggest Olivia R- Rodrigo fan, but I just think y'all need to y'all need to cool off her. She's 20
1: years old. You know the moment I'm actually so excited for Who? Empress of and Rena Sawayama. Now those are two of my I favorite don't pop to girls. Of. Oh, Empress of Miss Mamas, you gotta tap into her. But Miss Rena cannot say
0: her last name because it's kind of a tongue twister. Some of y'all
1: Sawayama. Sawayama.
0: <laughs> Sawayama? Sawayama?
1: Sawayama, yes. Okay. Okay. That is going to be very iconic, but I do think you should listen to Empress of. I found I like listen I found her like I actually went to my first show with her with Alex in New York. Oh, they she was opening for Colts.
0: Colts. I feel like I've heard of that.
1: Yeah, it's um they had a uh, What is their famous song?
0: Like Colts like C U L Oh TS.
1: yeah, I think they have pumped up kicks as That is
0: foster the people. Y'all you not gonna disappear as foster Wait, the people. That's not that's Pumped not, Up is Kicks it?
1: is foster the people. Colts bands. Are we sure?
0: A thousand I have their vinyl and I love that song. Even though that is a very dark topic of the songs, but they wore that shit out in Portland.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, yeah, I really wanna go wow i really want to go outside to to one thing you outside. also learned about tyler tyler thinks they're a vocalist okay i'm not singing because i actually can't really hear myself that well and i don't like to like strain the vocal okay. um but anywho yeah tyler got me into some quirky bitches
0: so like my music taste has completely changed
1: so is mine honestly i just now listen to a bunch of french music
0: I'm actually not, I think what you want is the energy, and I'm going to move past that. I'm not even no, going to engage just, with okay, you on no that. Energy? Sure, whatever. I'm not going to engage with you on that, because I think you want you want me to go there, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to go there. Um. Uh, okay, so let's get into it. We talked about, about a little bit of culture. The VMAs looked a fuck mess. Nicki Minaj actually needs to retire. I'm sorry.
1: I actually didn't watch any of her. I think I saw one or two things. And she I did was, tell them bitches to
0: shut the fuck up on stage.
1: Someone made a very astute point. They were like, Y'all really be eating it up when Nikki says something three times in different in different like tones and cadences. And I'm like, Honestly? But she does it
0: so many times and I do eat it up because it's wordplay. <laughs> and these bitches don't even write their own raps, So like that's why I'm like, okay, yeah, I do eat it up because she's using wordplay and skills that you learn in elementary school that Bush left y'all behind and y'all didn't <laughs> learn.
1: Where'd y'all learn how to read? The Freeman's Bureau? <laughs> Bitch, when <laughs> Azalea Banks said that, I was know, you know, you know she's floor. getting ate up on the internet right now. When is she not getting ate up on the but internet? But this time babe?
0: it's cause she's she released a new like um snippet of something and she shaved her head and it's like blood everywhere and everyone's like, Oh, this looks familiar <laughs>
1: <laughs> And I'm like trying to defend her, but I'm like, girl, you are not beating the alley's. And one thing is like you just sometimes you don't have to defend her. Sometimes she's just gotta be like, Girl, that's she's doing her. She's doing her, but you can't deny the impact she had. Too much impact. I didn't
0: realize Carl Lagerfeld had her rap, two one two at one of his parties. Yeah. She's kind of that girl, you know. Carl Lagerfeld on top sucks. Of the world. Yeah. And then why did she fall off? Well, it mm. wasn't the chickens.
1: No, they tried to cancel her just early on. Like I mean, granted she was beefing with everyone and their mother, but like who was <laughs> that at the time? No, Twitter used to be lawless. No, she. I think she was truly trib- just unfairly crucified, like. This is coming for the the person who
0: has Bucci soap, which is her her the soap that Azalea Banks. Wait,
1: I will show it to you. And no, it's called Bussy Pop. Boochie Bussy. No.
0: Like (laughs) same thing. (laughs) (laughs) She used to call the Bucci soap.
1: Honestly? No, because she had she had Bussy Boy and she had Pussy Pop. Bussy Boy yeah and she would be making them in her kitchen and packaging them and be on live i used to watch our lives when she was packaging them so this is coming from the ultimate Azealia banks fan so of course yeah no to the end to the end of time she is if not the best rapper of our time
0: i kind of i have to agree i'm
1: gonna say that she's the best rapper of our time boom i have
0: to agree because no shade put her on a bitches can't slide on a house beat like Azealia banks can slide on a house on a house I'll be in my
1: car, going a little bit too stupid to New Bottega. Prada, New Bottega. And if you get back into her like older stuff, like the girl is doing folklore. She's telling like tales. Like she's come She's building. She's actually building. Building worlds. worlds. And saying let me. Bitches can't
0: do world building.
1: Mm mm. Like. Those but you know who can build too. a world?
0: Kylie Rae Jepsen. Yeah. And do- no no shade. Even though Doja's like the lyricism is not giving what it could give, it don't matter because it's still good. Because, yeah, like, bitch, I said what I said. I don't care. That does sound very, like, uh, remedial.
1: Yeah. And that's fine.
0: But I'm mad because mm, she the devil. She a bad little bitch. She a and rebel. And then getting
1: into demons. I'm like, girl, you're on top. Like, demons is an incredible they haven't missed like,
0: Christina Ritchie st- starring your video. A-list dolls. Dolls, child actors who are still acting and doing well, well into their career.
1: But that's also she has the she has the vision she has the reference point she's like I'm going to reach out to like I want her right. A lot of girls will pull like SZA or some other random bitch or something. SZA can't be my like.
0: music video, but you know Shay, she did that Snooze music video she had all them fine niggas in the music video except a black nigga Woody whatever except
1: for Justin Bieber.
0: Girl, I kept doing a double take. Like, is that him? Because, no shame, my man can't do that.
1: Like, you not about to go be a scissors music video. No, when I was like, okay, Haley girl, she don't give a fuck no more. She's like, girl, you fry. It don't even matter.
0: I'm <laughs> <God>, like, <laughs> you can't do that. Uh uh-uh. uh. You can't be a scissors music video. So, besides Justin and that black nigga, Woody, whatever his name
1: is. Oh, no, that fine nigga from Beef. Woo! <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, let that a, That's what I was talking about. I was like, mm.
1: "That's a good man, Savannah. That is Bro, a good man." I'm actually
0: trying to get me an Asian man. I'm putting out the. I'm putting out the order.
1: You about to be a wham What's a wham Black
0: woman, black,
1: Asian man. Black woman, Asian man. <laughs> when I tell you, when Jasmine and Cheyenne first said that to me, I was like, "What the fuck is a wham
0: No, you said it, and I I figured it out. I'm like, "Why are you saying wham That's sick." I'm about to be a wham Okay, queen. But I got to find a, a, a am who wants me, though. Because, you know, bitches act like they don't like black people.
1: Yeah. No, they probably don't, so.
0: And don't. Next. <laughs> okay, so let's get into, we have a lot of things to say. And oh. this, this is just a disclaimer. I am I don't tell her disclaimer. I'm going to say this. I say what I say, and I'm really not taking it back. And I, you just got to find the best of in the intentions in what I'm saying. Because it's not <laughs> coming from a place of hurt. It, it's not coming from a place of anger or, like, I'm trying to hurt you. But it's just coming from a, my source of truth. And if you feel like this applies to you, I don't what to tell you, girl.
1: Yeah, unapply it. Uh,
0: yeah, uncheck that box, girl. And I don't know. What do you have to say, Tyler?
1: So I have three big disclaimers. <clears throat> I always like to start disclaiming by um, outlining my privileges. <laughs> my privileges being my gender, my perceived gender, me being a, a nice strapping young man a straight black cute man no a cute straight black man so (laughs) that's one. my education honestly like in all seriousness like i have been granted a nice education so i'm able oh yeah
0: sorry i forgot i'm uh -uh. talking to a i'm talking Uh -uh. to a columbia scholar Tyler went to columbia and has a degree in chemical engineering so this person knows some things y'all we're not talking we're really not talking to the average girls my guests aren't the average girls
1: yeah, no, you're a lot. I just I want to put that out there because I don't want people to be being like, oh, how did you get here to here? Like, what's on your resume? Girl, I have something on my resume that like you might not have, and that's not on you. I'm just saying that like this is probably how I got to this place.
0: But it's awesome. also okay because you can go to a shitty ass university called Santa Clara University and still yeah. get some places.
1: Exactly. It's just gonna be very. You different, weren't supposed to agree
0: that it was a shitty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm talking about <laughs> bitchy. Wait, no.
0: It was shitty though. It was shitty though, but I need a, I need another cosign well, from a no, no, no. Columbia bitch. That's
1: the, that's the thing is like I'm not interested in that because the people that I work with like I'm not saying they went to a shitty school. It's just like no one else went to Ivy. Like it doesn't matter. Like like one the thing girls- you, one thing you learn about the Ivy girls, which it, this part
0: fascinates me, even mention something that's considered an Ivy. Oh, and the bitch like no girl, you didn't you didn't slave like I did to go to an Ivy, so you didn't go to an Ivy
1: well okay i think that's different when people be like oh i went to an ivy and then they say the school and it's like quite literally just not one so is okay. barn is barnard an
0: ivy right okay anyways continue on with your your list of privileges <laughs>
1: okay, i also have i have family that work at tech companies so i have some insight into how the inner workings work and it also i'm hot like i think that's just like a privilege that i have Girl, to own you, and really you be hot in an office into. and they
0: still be nasty to you so what's tea
1: anyway and the <laughs> last thing is like i have actual skills so like those are like that's kind of like the lens that i'm coming from like i have a lot going for me also going into that i'm not a professional like i'm not a career coach those are also scams but i just want to say whatever i say <sighs> this is, this is, what, is so just this perception was,
0: this is what i wanted to say mark cuban which I do think Shark Tank is kind of a fun show. And I actually Mm -hmm. do, out of everybody in Shark Tank, I do like Mark Cuban. But he said something on TikTok that I think most people should think about as business owners when people are selling you services. If you have a business that you think is going to make a lot of money, you're not sharing your secret sauce or what makes your business special. You're not giving away proprietary knowledge to somebody else because that further lines your pocket. Anybody trying to get you to buy something or sell something or they're selling you that they can get you success it's probably a scam because if they if they had if they know the way to make money they're not telling you the way to make money
1: because guess what it's a zero sum game there's not every, there's not enough for everybody out here what you make there's is quite literally losers. not
0: enough for everybody there's the 1% and there's quite literally everybody else like there is not room for everybody and obviously like the the upper echelon that's like that's generational wealth, slavery, boots down the house, mama, like capitalism, right. like all of that. But the girls who are upper middle class, that doesn't exist. But you know what I mean, like below that, exactly. They're not telling you what they're doing to make money. That's that's their that's their uh, patent, like that. That's their secret to being successful. Exactly. So that's why I think like career coaching just quite literally isn't real unless it's someone like I'll write your resume. Even though that's right. kind of scary because like you don't know if their skill set. Hopefully they have a good skill set, but like like hopefully they can write your resume right but like also like those people who are they who are either going to do the service on your behalf but no one can coach something within you and you're Mm -hmm. magically going to make it work unless you go see a therapist because they're actually trained and i also think life coaches themselves are
1: scams oh i think it's all scams and i think the biggest actual the scariest i guess boom i'm seeing is like i'm seeing so many like 24 year old career coaches and i'm like you don't have a career that's
0: right that's right you're not a you tree can, you, can, you move. can move
1: and i'm just like 24 what what, what do really, you know what would you tell me about work
0: but also you can find bitches at your job who are 60 and will tell you the shit for free like they're not selling something like help should not co- like help genuine help should not cost like the one thing i hate about mentors i used to always hate about like speakers is they always talk about how they opened a door, but sometimes you need someone to help you actually walk. They need to walk you through that door. Door, Like you can't just say, well, I blazed the trail. And so therefore it's done. Right. That's just sometimes that can be the case for some people, but that's not the case for everybody. If you really want to help, you would actually grab their hand and say, bitch, I did X, Y, and Z and I'll walk you through how to do it. And that might be too heavy touch. That's fine. Right. But just you saying, I blazed the path. Therefore you can do it. I got into tech so you can do it too. That's not help
1: literally not at all and like some doors are heavy as fuck and they need more than one person to push it so like you gonna have to do a little pushing but you're also
0: not gonna find that in the workplace because you know what that sounds like community community
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i don't think you're gonna find that in the and workplace that's giving
1: big time devoid and then my right. last thing is like i do want to say i love everything that is black i love everything that is gay i love everything that is hot because guess what i'm all three of those things and i love that everyone loves their identity and i love everyone that tries to connect on it but for me at work, my top priority is none of those things other than being hard, obviously. My top yeah. priority is doing the job and going home and getting out as soon as possible. Those All are my right. disclaimers.
0: And I think I'm aligned to some of this but I didn't go to an Ivy. But I do have family who has previously worked in tech or currently works in tech.
1: Right. And that does okay. change the game.
0: It does. Girl, I actually feel like I'm kind of shaking because I think we're going to shake the table. Because I feel like what we're what we're gonna say is gonna come off as an, like inherently black, I- inherently mm-hmm. anti-black. <laughs> even <clears throat> sorry, even though it's not because I believe in all those things, just not in the workplace because of considering the institution that it is. Like literally, it's not like I don't believe in those things. I think that those things are very valuable when you devoid when you de- detract it from capitalism, but because mm-hmm. it's just so capitalistic, I'm like, I think we're just performing white supremacy in black bodies. Yeah. And I just felt really dark. Just saying it's that. giving CC. What's CC carbon copy. Right. I forgot. Is that for the Afro tech session?
1: Oh, wait, yeah, that's what Afro- i sorry, sorry. Sorry.
0: Okay. So actually let's walk you through the conversation, even though we spent the first 40 minutes gabbing. So we're going to talk a little bit about some hot topics within uh, tech. And then we, we, well, I kind of didn't do it, so I think my Afrotech session would be bad. Um, but we're going to craft a, a mock Afrotech section section that we would host if we got a spot at Afrotech. <laughs> so, <laughs> which, no shade, I don't even know if I believe in Afrotech.
1: Hmm.
0: No, Girl, I, I feel, like like I, I feel about. Like I'm about to shake the table, and I don't mean to, but yeah, this somebody has to say it.
1: You just have to say your words, and then wish people the best i mean the them. way i
0: went on a niggas in the last episode i did say some i did i that was pretty bad i felt kind of bad about that
1: i don't think you should feel bad about what you say because i feel like at least a lot of it's coming from your perspective and again like the, like what you said is not going to hurt them at all nothing can you're, hurt them you're
0: so right Dude, they can hurt me and i think that's what i'm worried exactly. about i gotta i gotta worry about niggas trying to hurt me right Ugh. anyways so i mean let's actually talk about a uh, topic that i'm interested in is LinkedIn. Do you have any initial thoughts about LinkedIn? I, I initially hate LinkedIn. I think it's like a, the worst type of, it's devolving into the nastiest piece of work, social media. It's like a Facebook for work. and No, sh- oh, no shade. I just think that's not what I'm logging on to for professional development.
1: <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. These are my general thoughts about LinkedIn. Other than it makes me literally want to kill myself. Yikes. The first two things. Disclaimer suicide. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm I fucking with you. <laughs> I guess I can't take that out. You can't. I'm Whoops. fucking with you. <laughs> I'm still alive and I'm doing well. Um, Two things are this two things that I just don't believe exist, which is supposed okay. to be the premise of the product. The premise of the product, I think, are one, professional development and growth, and right. two, community.
0: Okay, so I think what the underlying theme of is we're gonna sit here and say community so nastily every Actually time. yes thank
1: you sister thank you sister let's actually get into that go ahead. Cause
0: I think we're gonna nastily say community so many times so let we me and Tyler randomly came up with some t- we were talking about community cause we were in hellish Austin like an actual hellscape where what's those little things that fly by in cartoons when it's like windy and deserty?
1: Oh um tumbleweed
0: Tumbleweeds. it's nothing but tumbleweeds here it's a wild wild west and we were talking about cause I think I think I think why we get along so well is because I think we have similar tenets in community, but I don't even know if I think we just have a uh, we see the world the same because I think everyone does have their definition of community, but I think if you're really focused in literature and like black literature and like the. Certain paradigms and thoughts of thinking, you might view community the same way, which I think exactly. we are. So like that's why we kind of view community the same way. So exactly. you wrote them down. I don't remember. I wasn't. Yeah, I have them written
1: down here. Okay. I have them here. And again, I th- thank you for bringing this up because like I think my biggest issue with any conversation is like people are like community is community that, and I'm like, what do you mean? Because you're trying to op- you're trying to like get me to buy into your community. Like, how you know I want that? It seems why. But, so we have, like, three primary tenets that we've kind of talked through. Obviously, they can be expounded upon, whatever. Right, right. But the first one is acknowledging and working to deconstruct social power hierarchy, hierarchies between members of the community.
0: Right, and I think we should expand upon this. Yeah. Because one thing I, I constantly see in the working place and personally is so many people are concerned about having power over... Or some type of dynamic with power that they can't even truly begin to connect to that person and engage with them in a level where there's respect and equality and understanding because they're so busy trying to have power over another person, right? Or try to make someone feel smaller. And I'm like, then you you can't come in, like quote unquote, at the same level. Exactly. You can't.
1: No, there's no the entry point is just like not there. And right. additionally, like with any like institution, again, zero sum. Like you cannot like. You can't like. You can't like pour into someone because like what you pour into someone, you actually actively pouring out of yourself. That like it. There's only so it's, much. It's, to it's go extractive.
0: Around. No, it's just ex- it's extractive, and community is not. It. One thing I'm realizing it's not. Sometimes everything is not reciprocal And not in a bad way of like Sometimes this person can only get 40 Sometimes you can only get 50 And you meet each other in a way But like you're happy to One thing I I love about you is You're happy to pour out of your cup To make other people happy And therefore that fills your cup up And that's one thing that I've noticed What I think is very beautiful Like Tyler's actually uh, When I We were talking about what your Your animal sign is I think it's a rat,
1: right? You're just (laughs) Is it a rat, though? I don't fucking know. It probably is a rat. I don't think it was because you were just dragging me for being a rat.
0: Right. But one of the qualities of the rat was (laughs) you're very generous. And Tyler's very generous. And I think in a community, I'm not saying generosity has to flow to who your personality is. But I think you have no problem giving because you understand what you're giving for and in ways that work for you. But it is a lot about giving. And I don't think you can give a lot in corporate America. And some Mm -hmm. bitches can't also give in their personal life
1: no at all which is is really sad like it really is sad to say that and again like i know everyone has different personalities everyone doesn't like i guess what do you call it like they don't feel gratified by giving which is also fine like and it's also not saying that person is selfish by any means but it's right. like but there are other ways you can way give to operating. your community yeah exactly. like i think
0: there's other ways you can give a community and that's what makes it that's what makes everybody different but i feel like i i honestly feel like jobs and capitalism the way that it works it serves to make us homogenous and so that we're all trained to be a certain way and do things a certain way so that you can't really give space for the complexities of people, but in a way that is like beneficial, like the way yeah. that we're homogenized is not beneficial. It's literally like to be worried about the next person or like what you said, you, I can't give cause it's actually pouring out of me and I need to give all of myself. I had to be a hundred percent function to do my
1: job. Exactly. Brutal. So yeah, that's tenant one Tenet two is like honesty as a means of individual and communal growth. it's like, right we talked about this honesty
0: without compassion is just being a bitch
1: literally you're just being nasty
0: there are some times that i have come off as nasty and i'm fully met that
1: (laughs) yeah no no i'm a lot into that too because at work people like tell me that was kind of rude the way you said that yeah it was i don't have compassion right i actually don't like you (laughs) so like now what
0: right because i'm I'm not in community
1: with i'm literally not in community with you and i don't ever plan to be in community with you like we had a job to do you fucked up now you're wasting my time right i'm nasty I
0: think one thing i realized is sometimes i have too much compassion and it's starting it's making me realize i gain nothing from like not in a selfish way I gain nothing but like it doesn't serve me to not to be nice right now because like i'm overextending myself and this person is never overextending themselves Girl, I need to operate like this new leah don't ask me for anything well you yeah. not in a nasty way to my girls who i love at work Please, feel free. Slack me. But to the rest of you bitches, don't ask me for nothing. (laughs) Because I'm like, I don't really have the energy or the time. I'm sorry. Like, this is not getting me anywhere. And we're also not in community. Yeah. But, be like, you can't just be in community. Like, I would speak honestly, too. Me and Tyler have kind of butted heads. But I think, like, not not in a bad way. I'm so used to viewing conflict as such a bad thing that it, like, is damaging. And in community when you love that person and you also kind of taught me this too, when you love that person, you're trying to just really meet them where they're at and you're doing it from a place of love and compassion Yeah. only because you you care about how you're being treated and you want to be in community with this person. So you're just trying to work through it. And I think it is really just about being open and honest and just like, just because I care about you, this is coming from a place of like love and honesty. It's not, I'm not trying to denigrate you and I'm not trying to be a bitch. Cause I think a lot of you get caught up in being a bitch with your feedback and you're trying to build and I'm like, Y'all kind of missing the mark here.
1: Right. You're, now you're just a bitch. Now the other person's <laughs> mad at you. You're still mad at that person. You haven't, like... And, and you now you're not friends. This now you're not friends. Like... Yeah. Literally I, now what?
0: Yeah. now What now? Like, honestly. <laughs> but I'm just speaking to myself. I'm like, that's how a lot of y'all bitches communicate. And you're nasty.
1: No, it's very sick. And I'm like... Again, I get it for people you're not in community with. Granted, everyone is like, be kind... White people love saying be kind. I'm like, y'all are evil people. Like, stop saying be kind. <laughs> because no, like, they want us to be kind to them. No, I'm not being kind to you. I'm not in community with you because y'all don't know what community is. So, next.
0: Girls, y'all got it. No, y'all got to tap into girls. For mm. white women who watch that show, I don't know what you see in that show. Like, no shade. Do you know what they see?
1: I don't know, and I'm scared for what they see. Because Lena said, bitch, she's here's the
0: But I don't think Lena has – I think – the, I don't think Lena has a mirror. I think that that's her real life. So, like, that's <laughs> the thing. The The writer herself doesn't see it, which is why it's genius.
1: No, it's in, it's actually one of the best shows and one of the best, I guess, advertisement for the need of community. Because I'm like, those they're nobody. they are not in
0: community. These regular girls, they live in Brooklyn? Yes. They are not in community. That's... At all.
1: They're I at actually... war. They're actually at war. Like, it's not even like, not like, oh, I'm like, we're war. passively near each other. They're at war. They're
0: acting at war. I think I'm going to do a girl's deep dive to see. I just want to know, did she realize what she was writing was, like, satire? Because to me, the whole show is satire.
1: And it's it's just canonical. Like, if that woman really, like. And the music was good, too. Like, incredible. No, Shay, it was Sounds always like the jump. best.
0: It was the best 30 years of my life. And I love Andrew. What's his last name? Which one? Andrew, the Lena's gay I, best friend. No, the gay best friend.
1: His, I don't know his name.
0: He's like an r- actual real actor. He tore I mean, Broadway. It up like he Broadway maybe, girl. He, Broadway girl. He we got to see dicks by the way.
1: Oh yes, I'm aligned to that.
0: Cause only we'll has some Broadway girls in it. I'm about to fucking lose it. That shit looks so stupidly good. It looks like a gay Step Brothers.
1: <sighs> have I seen Step Brothers? Is that Talladega Nights? Wait, is no, that, that's the same uh, girls Will, from Talladega Nights. That's Will Nights.
0: Ferrell. That's Will Ferrell and that other nigga.
1: But Will, Fer- I think it's like the same writer.
0: Is it actually the same writer? I
1: think all those movies at the time had the same writer. It was like the same movie, just with different settings.
0: Probably it was that weird. It's like weird white man humor. Yes. Anyways, it's giving the gay version of that, which you know, it's good. Period. So I cannot wait to see that. I do you think gay cinema is having a moment?
1: I think gay cinema. Hmm. I think gay cinema is having a moment. I think there's a lot more joy they're also showing like the evils of gay people which i think is so important to the media like i just What's, think which one is that i think like bottoms is supposed to show like the i haven't seen it yet obviously but they talk about how their gays is supposed to be evil and that. but just like kind of joy insidious they show- just trying to fu- trying to turn straight girls yeah right and it's just like gay people are like evil like truly just like an evil <laughs> breed of people like hands up don't shoot and i think we have to show that because how are we gonna get treated like everyone else if like they don't know that we're also evil
0: no it kind of reminds me of Lena Waith. like you gotta have bad yeah ba- you gotta have bad things to get the good things like without Lena know we wouldn't have fire island
1: well i think that's a little different because lena waith is just making bad things she's not like, like showing she's, she's not showing, not like, showing like, good bad, bad, bad characters right she's just she's just making bad <laughs> art. like shows. that's just different but <laughs> i think that's the case for her you know
0: <laughs> she's making bad no she's making bad art I want a refund from Queen and Slim to this day. Can we file a class action to get our money when back? When
1: that bitch jumped out of the window and broke that bitch, arm, bitch! I literally almost pissed on
0: my <laughs> No, it was the part that the part that killed me. If that, I have to rewatch that because they should show that at NYU as a bad filmmaking. Do yeah, not do make this. a film like this. But I think people are afraid because like, oh, it's black. And I'm gonna be racist. You're not. It was actually mm-hmm. a poor m- movie. Not the fucking in the shooting scene, but the that was sick. I just want to be your legacy. You already are ready right for to get shot. And do you know the audacity of Lena to say, which is why I love her audacity? The, she had the audacity to say that her and Melina Masukas were Quincy and Michael.
1: <gasps> oh, I remember that. No, I do remember that. And I think also, black, oh, again, we're talking about what black people need to let go of. They need to let go of the word legacy, babes. Girl,
0: Your we legacy? Were, we were slaves. slaves. I'm sorry. Slaves. I know.
1: <laughs> Point blank, period. Let go of legacy, love. Live. <laughs>
0: And get free, girl, because no shade. I'm not trying to leave no legacy, and I don't really care about the le- – like, when it comes to civil rights, yeah, I'm going to care a little bit. Like, I am. I believe in voting because I just think, like, it don't mean shit, but y'all thought – so I, I'm going to – I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that But I'm going to send that I vote If I can down. drop my ballot off, I will try my damnedest. There are some times where I didn't make it, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay? If I can put my ballot in, I'm going to do my damnedest. But I know it kind of doesn't mean anything, so, like – you, but you gotta let legacy. Like that shit can't hold you back. Like get free, and don't be worried about legacy.
1: Yeah. No, and, and, and they don't want you. And
0: you can. Ne- it's not even. But you could never be Quincy and Michael girl because you could. You could never repeat that moment, bitch. So like you actually say, I hate to be nasty, and I'm always trying to root for black women, but, and I don't root for Lena Way.
1: And that's fine. There's a lot of people I don't. There's a lot of black people I don't root for either.
0: There are a lot of black people I don't root for.
1: Do like? Do I wish them the best? Absolutely. Go off Queenies. But
0: I'm going to do like this. So Jocelyn, in her interview with Carlos King, Carlos King asked her, so who, what do you think about this person? She said, I don't think. No shade for the black people who am not really checking for her. I don't think.
1: I don't think. Period. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think. love her and love that.
0: Yeah. No, she's actually a black Puerto Rican queen. The Puerto Rican princess. I want to ride. I want to ride. I want to ride. I want to ride. I want to ride, ride. 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 There's some hoes in the house. That-, that song is actually so good. Like, I... I think there are some bad things. Like, you could say Jocelyn's music is bad. I don't think it's bad. I think no, it's I good. I think it's good. I think it's good music. Birthday? Yeah. What's, a, what's that birthday song?
1: Um...
0: Fuck. Do it like it's my day. Do it like it's my bidet.
1: Because you said birthday. I was like... I don't know if I heard the woman say birthday. She couldn't It's bidet. Say
0: it. <laughs> Do it like my, it my like bidet. It's my bidet. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so what was that tenant? Oh wait, content. the
1: la- that tenet was the honesty and then the last yes. tenet is that is the belief that your growth is inextricably linked to the community's growth and vice versa.
0: I love that. Evolving. I think of it as evolving. Yeah. Like you have to you have to be willing to push yourself forward because you want to meet other people at there like wherever they're at. You right. also have to be willing to want to push people forward. Like sometimes you have to be a mother to a daughter. Sometimes yes. you have to be a parent and help push people forward like you have to be willing to participate in the, the circle of growth
1: exactly and are those you? are our tenants and that's when we when we us two on this call here when we say community that's what we mean right now, but it, it, know-
0: it has to come from a pure place too like it can't be in a, it can't be linked to capitalism like no it actually has to be in my deep of my deepest of hearts this is how i feel about being around another person who i want to be around
1: right work so I know when y'all say community sometimes y'all say come to this party
0: what do you think everybody's definition of community like what do you think some people's definition of community is
1: um so my personal I guess like how I see or most people's sense of community I think specifically for white people I will like separate it out white people I think their community is purely just based on proximity who is physically around me watch girls literally who is physically around me and who's actually been around me for a time longer than someone else and they're like, okay, we're just going to make this my community because we've just been around each other for so long.
0: There's actually, like, no genuine like.
1: No, there's actually actual genuine hate. Like, I see, like, hate, and I'm like.
0: They're at war.
1: You? Yeah, I'm like, you know you don't got to be with them. But like, but how know. are you
0: at war? Like, the crazy part, you're internally at war. That has to be the craziest type of war, cause I can right. understand, like, bitch, I'm out here fighting, which God forbid, never, but like, I'm out here fighting for my life physically, but internally, you're in battle with somebody else. Like,
1: you might as well bring back the draft. As many people that are opting into war every day, like the girls are fighting, open the draft, send them, a- send them to fight something. I don't know,
0: cause they seem like they have some, they they have some desire.
1: My sister, so yeah, again, white people is a proximity. Black people, I think, have also just. I think they've tried to copy and paste what white people did, and be like, "Oh, what they have as community," and because like, I think it's easy to correlate like what they like what what white people have and what they have quote unquote gained in terms of capitalism to say, "This is their community; they're with each other." The amount of things this. that
0: is just so parroted from white people. I'm like, girls, we gotta divest. Like, no, no, seriously, we have got to divest. It's killing us. Like, I think it's killing us. Like, I think. I don't think like I'm not. Because I, I think a lot about, like, Eastern communities. Mm-hmm. I do think that that is a better sense of community. Now, I understand that there are things that exist within that that ma- make it toxic. Like, you know, having your family dictate everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not that reciprocity or that balance. But I do think that, like, westernized culture is so isolating. You're so alone even in, when you're in the room with other people. Yeah. So then it just becomes about proximity. Yeah. It's dark. That's dark.
1: I think also a scary thing, especially that I've noticed with black people is that like obviously blackness is not a model of whatever whatever I'm black it doesn't matter I not only is this proximity but like I think black people take comfort in the sheer number of black people to be like this is community if we have a lot of black people doing one thing and then it that's typically centered around black boy joy or black girl magic and I'm like that is also not community because those words mean zero things
0: what's black girl magic?
1: It's a wine brand.
0: And it's good rosé. And that's the
1: only thing that I will say it is. Like, I don't know what else it could be.
0: And I don't really know what Black Boy Joy is because a lot of black boys seem sad.
1: Literally. (laughs) And we can reference your podcast And I think we're
0: rebranding magic as resilience because this system actually hates us. Wow, that's actually so dark. (laughs) Black Boy Magic, black men are sad. And black girls are strong, tired sad
1: yeah
0: rap, and yeah whoa i don't th- i think that's just deep i have to sit with that for a little bit because i'm <laughs> like fuck all these things that we're telling kids we're kind of setting them up but maybe that's the myths you have to tell yourself like maybe we do have to live in a world of myths and not coddling is what i'm looking for but some euphemism, myths and euphemisms mm-hmm. to make it through. Like, maybe girls need black girl magic to make it through. Because what are you if you're not magic? Tired? Yeah, it's like
1: lore. It's very much lore. And it's you know like, I love a lore moment. It's I love like some lore. No, this is actually just a branding exercise. I know we call everything a branding exercise, but this is just a branding exercise.
0: Rebranding oppression? Yeah. But don't they, yeah, they... I actually do think that if the civil rights leaders of the 60s could see us they would actually like that have you seen that boondocks episode no Where, no yeah and i used to watch my friends and my Luther king is back in the present day he's like is this what i fought for <laughs> but he's like you know please go watch it and he's reading them so bad like i want to find the because the way he's saying it i was like damn like is the boondocks <laughs> actually like you know how white people have the, the, the simpsons is boondocks ours
1: I mean, I didn't watch The Boondocks ever. Growing I out, never engaged it. Watch that.
0: But sometimes they come back, like the Art Kelly episode, where they predicted like how bitches would react oh. to an Art, like you know how The Simpsons be having that shit, where like they'll be predicted. I feel like The Boondocks is ours.
1: I think I'm aligned to that. I think actually, I feel like Boondocks was Boondocks like more, not more aligned to like Family Guy, I guess, in terms of just like.
0: I guess, but I never thought Family Guy was community. funny though. Like it was never, it was maybe just more funny.
1: I kind of like... I thought Family Guy was kind of funny. I never thought The Simpsons was funny.
0: I never thought The Simpsons was funny. But I think I compare them the same because, of course, black people's shows are funny and white people's shows yeah. like are, you know, humor... Have some level fair. of humor, right? Some level of humor. But because they have that predictive... Element. Element. And I think almost... I think most black people have watched some something of the boondocks okay so this is the speech he says is this it this is what i got all those ass whippings for i had a dream once it was a dream that little black boys and little black girls would drink from the river of prosperity freed from the thirst of oppression but lo and behold some four decades later what i have found is a a bunch of (laughs) trifling shiftless good for nothing niggas And I know some of you don't want to hear me say that word. It's the ugliest word in the English language. But that's what I see now, niggas. And you don't want to be a nigga because niggas are living contradictions. Niggas are full of unfulfilled ambitions. Niggas wax and wane. Niggas love to complain. Niggas love to hear themselves talk but hate to explain. (laughs) Niggas love being another man's judge and jury. Niggas procrastinate until it's time to worry. Niggas love to be late. Niggas hate to hurry.
1: (laughs) Bitch, not wax and wane.
0: (laughs) Niggas love to complain. Black entertainment television is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Which I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Usher, Michael Jackson is not a genre of music. And now I'd like to talk about soul playing. I've seen what's around the corner. I've seen what's over the horizon. And I promise you, you niggas won't have nothing to celebrate. And now... (laughs) And, and no, I won't be going there with you. I'm going to Canada.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I need to actually go watch the episode because waxing and waning. And he
0: gets him in church and he says this. I Work. mean,
1: sometimes you have to say things that you have to say.
0: So that's what I think. Like, I just think that that's very funny. I, that's what I think. I think... Maybe not to that extent, but I do love that a nigga who waxes and wanes. (laughs) And he said, niggas love to talk, but hate to explain. Wake that up. Because
1: the the girls like to say community, and you say, what is that? And then everyone's looking around confused.
0: But I think I say all that to say, maybe not to that degree of vitriol. But I do think that if civil rights leaders can look at us, they'd be so sad about what we've become.
1: Yeah, because when people say, "I'm I'm my ancestors' wildest... Nightmare or dream or whatever. It's
0: I'm it's, I mean, it's just this wildest dream.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay, sure. It's like it's just, it's just like such a low baseline. Like the girls were in shackles, like shackled down. Any any type of freedom would be great. Like
0: Now we're gonna get into you were talking about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is based on this premise of community
1: and uh and professional development. Right. Aligned. Okay. What I was saying is that, like, based on our definition of community, it quite literally cannot exist on a platform like LinkedIn because for all the reasons we just said. Right. Also, professional development has to somewhat be rooted in community. Right. But also professional development means that you are helping other people out and that it's not a zero-sum game.
0: Right, so, when it, it it's such as you're some game because bitches just get on there to boast about how they got this new job and that's really about it.
1: Right, or people be like, I was just homeless yesterday and now I live in <laughs> six mansions, and I'm like, but also okay. like, who did you
0: oppress to get there? Like that's also another question. have like you had to oppress somebody to get there? You just didn't get
1: to six mansions because you exactly help. you and were believing it. It's always like inspirational stories, and I'm like, okay, no girl, teach the girls how to get some skills.
0: Not teach the girls how to get some skills. Teach girls how to find your skills within you. Like, yeah. go teach some girls how to go Find figure out how to get this. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, we got to talk about that, because once we get to the Afrotech portion, because that's what actually defined the exercise, because we were both just gobsmacked by that.
1: I was actually disgusted. I was like, okay, I think that LinkedIn's a scam. I think that career coaches are a scam. I'm like, babes, now I'm on the verge of being like, is Afrotech a scam?
0: Whoa, that's a headline.
1: And that was a question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I and it's think, not rhetorical; it's well, me asking them the question. I want to go. I'm trying to get my. I'm trying to get it funded so I can go see what the hype is about. Because you know I'm going there taking notes. I just gotta see. Oh, of course. I think if it's, I think that you okay. Let I was trying to think if you're going there for social network, not social network. If you're going there to network and to build your network. I think based on our, our, our pre-described definition of community, I don't think that you can do that effectively based on the premise of the event like i think more bitches just got to be straightforward about what they're doing here i'm trying to get some money i'm trying to scam you this is an event to meet like black people but it may not be about community like it may just be girl meet some people who can help further your career like i think we layered in that language but meet somebody who can help further your career find a mentor like more tangible thing like and i think my thing is too like we i don't we both have said i don't think afrotech should not exist i think they have to go about rebranding it properly to be actually what it's about it you should be there to actually ascertain real business va- goals that can help you in your category one to ensure that you're you're moving through the workplace as you see fit it could be getting promoted it could be all these different things that you right. want to do but it should be there equipping you with those skills to do so because if you're really I- involved in pr- like professional development then you should be getting those things and, exactly. and in terms of community it should actually just be about getting to know one another and find people who you want to be friends with like just say mm-hmm. it's a friendly social mixer with some professional development
1: or a friendly social mix, like where you can build your LinkedIn network, where you literally add people, Right. get a contact or two, maybe get a referral sent in.
0: But I think they don't, like, I think that's too tangible. Like, I think y'all actually have to be that explicit. Okay, so I joined this conference, I'm going to a conference next week for work. Mm-hmm. And um, they had said, uh, I'm sorry, my I'm brain fart they have a section and the thing is like convince your boss where they actually have a laid out template with fill in the blank spots of how to ask for the con how to ask for the conference funding. I'm like, girl, that's
1: Period. I don't that's useful.
0: Oh, I'm screenshotting it for my own personal use because I have my ticket already. So I don't need to do that. But I'm like that to me, that's very useful. Like things like that, where I'm like, help people find a way to convince their boss. I'm trying to go through the process of convincing my boss. And I use the template that you sent me for your trip thing. And I just made it for the conference thing.
1: Right. Because, again, people need tangible items, like, to do work and to get what they want.
0: Aligned. <sighs>
1: but, yeah, honestly, I've never been to AfroTech. I <laughs> used to be in um, Nesby, the National Society of Black oh, Engineers. I because you were an engineer. I yeah, can understand Nesby being there, too. Yeah, and, like, I so I went to one of those conferences. And there was actually, like, some, like, very helpful things in there where it was, like, there was just a session, just you brought your resume in to like black love engineers that. in industry, and they were like, This is what we should highlight. Did it like there were sessions of like mock interview areas? Like, love that. and maybe Afrotech has these, I would I would love to say they did. And like, there's a huge job fair that happens there. Like, you are going there to either get you closer to getting a job that you want or getting a job because like they also had like on site interviews it says- there. It says
0: the premier investing and wealth building platform for the Black community. Uh uh-uh. uh, I don't like that. And if,
1: yeah, the wealth like their building first story is, like, is Kevin
0: Hart's Grand Coromino Tequila inks a multi-year partnership with the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't care like that. What d- other displays of Black wealth is not my my judge. I'm not kidding.
1: Go to AfroTech.com. That is literally insane. Yeah, they have a podcast. I'd be interested to listen to that. I'm actually not at all. It's black tech, green money, girl. Okay. Wait, so what is this? Do I do my little Ted talk now?
0: Yeah. I mean, let's get into it. Okay. So this okay. is Tyler's Afro tech. Uh, what Tyler would give for his Afro tech session.
1: Yeah. So, okay. welcome to my Afro tech session. so <laughs> happy that you beautiful black boy, magic, black girl, joy, whatever. I thought you, you say kind of beautiful, beautiful chocolate
0: too. people.
1: I honestly <laughs> should have. Thank you so much for joining today. Anyway, I want to, so I'm also like basing it off of like your title of the episode, Piercing right. the Corporate Batty Veil. The first thing I want to do is provide some perspective on the veil. That being, and I know this might, I know y'all might want to try to fight, I know y'all always want to try to tussle, but a lot of us work at tech companies and prepositions do matter. A lot of y'all don't work in tech. Y'all work at tech, y'all work around tech, you work near tech you work in a tech building you operate tech you don't work in tech and i think that's also just like a super oh yes i see a question in the back
0: yes i have a question so can you define to me what is in tech what's working in tech
1: working in tech is when you have technical skills
0: (laughs) it's for stem bitches it's It's really <laughs> quite for STEM people. No,
1: it's like it's, it's not because I like, I'm, I'm a STEM girl, but I'm not in tech. I work at a tech company cuz the work that I functionally do is not coding, it's not data related. Like those are actual tech girls. You work at a tech company. So whether you work in sales, whether you work in operations, whether you work in HR, recruiting, you work at a tech company. So I and like if we basically You support your, you
0: support technical people.
1: You support kind the of. technical functions. So like right. if we were to basically strip you out of this like these roles exist everywhere else and they can exist in other industries that isn't tech you work at a tech company that's it
0: I really think like y'all should be listening the amount of times that I've actually come for a career come to Tyler for career advice or how to maneuver throughout my career and most of the times I've been successful like I I feel like I got exactly what I need to get out of my goal like Tyler helped me uh, deal with a almost HR issue (laughs) but I I I have the tools that I felt like I needed to handle the problem. Like, I think that Tyler, we're not really saying what our jobs are, but I think that Tyler is, like, actually re- very well-versed. Very young for their level.
1: I have been in this. I've been in industry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in industry for, what, like, three years, I guess. So like, it has, like, really traversed some places. I've been, I've been trying some. I've learned some things, and I just want to share my thoughts in a short time
0: like you you meet bitches who were in the industry for 10 years and you're like
1: girl what are you doing yeah what do you know i think that's and like what are you relating to other people but the reason i bring in the in versus at tech is primarily because like i think it'll help deconstruct this like bullshit idea that we have that like tech is the new gateway to the black elite like it isn't like if if we're using tech as a gateway to like creating a new black elite it is so fucking precarious because like guess what when they come to layoff they're coming for your ass in sales, even though you work in tech. They're coming for your ass in ops. They're coming for your ass in all these places. Like, you were the first to go.
0: And you're talking to someone who's lived this, so this is not even coming from an insensitive place. Like, you oh, have had is... experience with no, this. No. I've lost,
1: I've lost girls directly to massive layoffs. And I'm seeing firsthand who was going first. You literally sound like a
0: war survivor. I'm a no, sole survivor.
2: It's, it's... <laughs> it's <laughs> if you're giving looking for big me.
1: big Medal of Honor energy. Right. so I'm telling you this because it's like I want you to also understand like this is not the gateway to like a brighter black future like yes we had a boom when everyone was hiring all these people you had to hire DEI
0: one thing too I think when I think about those moments is like the when black lives matter when they mattered in institutions mm-hmm. and now that we we've reverted to being in meetings talking about the George Floyd moment like yeah. how dark is that like black lives had only mattered in that boom of like, obviously COVID happened and there was a boom of technology. People were at home they needed tech more than anything to be able to communicate across all these different ways. Of course there was a boom. Uh, Which is why I don't understand why they're trying to send bitches back to office. Like, you should want every bitch in America working at home. That's more shit. Like, that's more people who would buy, I'm gonna bleep this out, that Apple Vision Pro bitch. Like, because bitches who are working at home and there's no way bitches are using the office. Like, come on, they're not thinking. I'm gonna take that out. But um... What was I saying? Girl, what'd I say?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think because when you said you were going to bleep it out, I was like, oh, well, let me just delete that and like try to right. get to oh, back no. to where we were. Right,
0: right, right. Okay. I was, I was, I was, uh, lame bitches off. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Um, then that boom where Black Lives Mattered and there was this burgeoning of tech. Um, and we saw in institutions where they're hiring for D&I stuff because they really want to make a difference now that black lives don't matter anymore and it's now the George Floyd moment they're laying y'all off because they actually don't care about retaining black staff like that was fun in the moment for where we were when they needed business and they saw a moment to market on but now that everything is critical and they can't afford to keep nobody they're like okay you have served your purpose thanks bye and that's what I think
1: I think history is also proven that like black people yeah granted civil rights they ate the girls were eating people have fought for these rights changing and laws girl things. we could never but that's the thing is like typically black people are not going to gain unless white people are like we are going to benefit from this too and as soon as they start, start benefiting and institutions start benefiting girl it's it's a chop so like, No, literally a... abortion chop so they're right.
0: trying to really de like they're trying to demolish the civil rights act that's a chop like it's all a
1: chop yeah so at this point, I'm just like, I'm not saying like, hey, you shouldn't be doing ops. You shouldn't be doing sales. Like I think all of these serve like an important function in any business. I'm just saying that tech is not here to save us. Yeah. So let's not create a community. Quote, I'm putting up air quotes.
0: Because no shade. I've never heard about the black construction community. Cause
1: Cause that's, what, something think... that's something that's going to be forever.
0: Because what they're going to do is erect a fucking defunct ass building. <laughs> that if this wasn't they're gonna do that's what they're gonna do
1: is the, a defunct ass building right
0: so like yeah i've never seen a like i can't think of any other black end movements besides like an art yeah but i maybe i understand that more clap does just a more unique set of skills
1: Though those are not a unique set those are actual skills <laughs> and i think people think i'm joking where it's like no you're being so dead ass skills. and that's so
0: funny because that's true like to be able to do, like, like ballet or some shit, that's a skill. Skill. You've you done the, the Malcolm Gladwell scam 10,000 hours.
1: Right. You've worked for that. Right. A lot of y'all haven't worked for anything. Aligned. And that's okay. Like, it's not too late to work to learn some things. Like, but I think people are just so obsessed with the scamming culture, where it's like, you can either be a scammer, and again, this this message isn't for you. If you're just here to scam... Absolutely not for you. Keep scamming. Do what you want to do.
0: (laughs) Because somebody's always going to fall for it. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) But you're going to have to get more creative with your scams, which is also probably sometimes going to take more work, which I'm like.
0: Like all that work you're spending on scamming, you think you would just do the fucking work.
1: Right. You would just learn a skill. (laughs) It could all be so simple. But it could all be so simple.
0: Hard. Like, you tell telling you can rehab people's credit? I don't know. That should not be your skill. Maybe do you, like, want to, like, get your uh, CPA or something? Like, you mm-hmm. could actually... Right. Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah. I but never I mean,
0: thought about that. Like, while you're actually do, spending all that time scamming, you could actually go apply that to get the real certification and do it legally. And get a skill. Like, a, just... And then work a little nine to five and. I think bitches when... don't want to work a nine to five, which I understand, but I feel like it's too. I think it's too too full. Like the girls are overworked, and tired. They don't want to work a nine to five. They're not being compensated properly for a nine to five. And then bitches who just like want to scam everybody to not work.
1: Well, here's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like not just a nine to five, like an actual. I'm not. I'm not talking about actual nine to fives where you have to go clock. You mean in like a somewhere. real job, a full time job? I'm not talking about like a real job. I'm talking about like these little desk jobs that most of us have, where it's like not really a nine to five. Like no one's working forty hour weeks. The girls are um, I worried. work a 40
0: hour week, bitch. <laughs> and I'm not, and on this on this record, I work 40 hours. And I hope and you th- do, t- and I know you do too. And
1: I do as well.
0: Right. So we both work.
1: Like cumulatively <laughs> over the year, if you average my weeks, I'd probably come out to 40. But there's some weeks I obviously don't do 40 because I don't have 40 hours of work. I, I- want to do I'm going to have to bleep this out,
0: girl. I don't think I ever worked a 40. But like, I'm a to lie and say I do work a <laughs> 40. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've worked 40 hours a week. I work. So, whatever.
1: Okay, so, yeah, that's just my general perspective on, like, overall, like, I guess perception. Yeah, in tech, at tech. Hashtag prepositions matter. Yeah, tech is not going to save us. But I want to also give perspective on, like, the everyday, which I think could be more helpful. And, like, things that I've learned and that, like, skills that I've learned that I think people kind of take for granted. The first skill, and I think it's probably the most important skill of working in any type of environment, is how to ask a good question. I think nothing beats a good question.
0: Nothing beats a good question.
1: Like, actually, if you can ask a good question, you're going to make it so far. Reasons being, one, you can likely get the information that you need. Two, you can figure out if the person that you're asking knows what they're talking about or not. And three, you can also show people, basically the person you're asking the question to, that you're like, you have thought about this deep enough and you've done enough research to ask an informed question. To let them know that, hey, like, I can actually be in partnership with you on this specific topic. That's my first thing. I mind. Any questions?
0: I think, bitch, no. I think bitches be asking dumb questions. And kind of just taking up time. Like, I think also what people think people do is they take time, but they don't maximize mm. on that time. Like, girl, you asked for 30 minutes from me. Now, what do you want?
1: Girl, that's literally my next point. Ooh. Don't waste my time. Mind you. How to next. send a fucking meeting invite. When I tell you there's nothing that will piss me off more than someone that sends me a meeting invite and I look at the meeting note section and it's blank. (laughs) I'm not taking the meeting with you because you have nothing to talk about. Like, if you didn't think it was important enough, one, to even message me first, and then two, to at least tell me what you want to do, I don't want to hear it. So when I tell you any time that I send a meeting invite, it always has four main little body parts. At the first portion is bolded. This is the goal of this meeting. This is what I want to figure out. Right. I have a resource section after giving them any like context. So I say, hey, this is the context. These are additional documentations. Three is like a section like a main questions that we want to answer, and four any outcomes that I want by this meeting or whatever like time period I'm working on. All of my invites go out like that. There is no invite that does not go out like that
0: right and so I'm here to say as a viewer to this I don't do that so, and I think I would benefit greatly if I did do that I think what that does require is that extra amount of care probably why you're very productive at work I need to have that care I don't currently
1: and that's okay like if you don't want to do that that's also fine like,
0: but you're also probably not maximizing your meetings
1: right because when I tell you my meetings are always ending 10 minutes early
0: because right. the girls
1: because I... they know that I'm coming in and I care and I've done the work they also need to do right. the work When we get there, we're doing the work together and we're getting out fast.
0: I think, I okay, so I think this is another, my way is, I think also productive, just very like, I mean, it is a form of production Mm -hmm. or productivity. I don't think it's as productive as Tyler's, but I love to just like, I like to develop relationships with people to do the work, like, not in like a weird way where you had to be my friend because I had an encounter with this lady at work who was like, Oh, we gotta be friends to do the work. I was like, Girl, that's not how friendship works, so were you <laughs> fucking it up. Like that's not how that works. Um, but like I like to chat with people, like I love to set up on I love to set up one ones initially just to get to know people. And there's sometimes where I'll just set up time on people's counter just to chat, but it's cause I want to build that relationship with them and have that uh, rapport with them. And then of course, like we can always get that work done. Like my my big motto is like let's have fun and get the work done. Because, like, I don't want to be a loser and be not having fun with y'all. Like, if I'm going to be at work, I got to make it fun because, like, girl, what the fuck? I don't really want to be here anyways, but I got to and I got to do the work. So let's make this fun and, like, let's giggle and let's be girls. I'm very much a let's be girls to get the work done. But ultimately the work does get done.
1: And that's okay. Like, again, as long as that work is getting done, I think that right. is. But also there's merit to what you said in terms of, like, that could actually work for some people and doesn't work for other people. Like Right. Like the girls, the girls who want to show up and just
0: get the meeting done, we could do that, girl. And we can't make this 15 minutes. Let's go about our day. But the girls who want to key for an extra 15 minutes, I'm also aligned to that.
1: Yeah, but I think that you can have those relationships with certain people. It's like people that are on your team, people that like you can have those more informal relationships with. But it's like, I, like a meeting with the head of legal tomorrow. I, there's no keying. They want to come in <laughs> and leave immediately. Like, they do want to have the call. They
0: should want to keep because so they can get some more billable hours. I don't know
1: no that's not how ours work these girls are salaried oh yeah i'll be like
0: girl 50 minutes out. max what you got to talk
1: about right but i do think like again what you said like building that rapport with people is also a way to like go about obviously having stronger meetings having stronger relationships so i'm not discounting that i'm just and saying, leveraging
0: like, re- like leveraging your reputation exactly
1: but i guess that's a good point i think like as you're going into the workforce you're like figuring out new companies new teams like you kind of have to kind of kiss ass, but I think you can have these kind of kiki moments, which are great. But I think right. it also shows a level of like, hey, like I also want to prepare for this and I want to respect your time, so I'm right. also going to put this in here, so we have right. a structure. But like, oh, I should definitely do fear, it. Yeah, but it's like, I think there's a balance. Well, I think f- it would
0: only make my meeting stronger if I did do that. Come, like, girls will exactly. kiki, but I also came here with a purpose. Exactly. But sometimes I'd be purposeless. I just be want to chat, and that's not always yeah. beneficial.
1: And it also just takes it takes time because like it also just depends on where you are in, like that relationship or in that team because it's like that's true. You're a new and you're in a new area. I'm doing work in an old area that I'm like an SME in, so like I don't. We have love like, SME over here. SME is such a beautiful word. Right, I don't have to like. I don't have to like do the pleasantries. Like right. I can get in and get out and be like, "Oh, that's get all in I'm that doing ass
0: there. too. Get in, get out, and get in the ass. <laughs> Cause that's what she be doing quickly." <laughs> Okay, what's your next
1: um, Your next focus, topic? Focus on your job, your j- capital J-O-B. And when I say that, I'm not just saying your job and what's in your job description, but I'm talking about your job and, like, how your job impacts and, like, interacts with other jobs around you. Because I think people forget that they're like, oh, like, this is my scope. And it's like, cool, but, like, your scope impacts, obviously, other scopes and right. other people's engagement. Like, But people don't know other people's jobs well enough to know exactly where do you draw that line? Because I think the power and like, your role and the power and like, basically putting a boundary around your time is, like, not only knowing your scope, but most of these businesses are so big, especially at tech companies. The scopes are so big. They're so amorphous. There's so many reorgs happening that, like, when you're connecting with all these different teams, the scopes aren't going to be clear. So you need to know their scope. You need to know your scope. So when someone says, hey, can you do this? You can say, actually, that's on you. Right. And I am I can support you, but, like, this is where I'm drawing the line. So, like, I think that's also protecting me from getting so much other work. Because I'm like, I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I also know what you're supposed to be doing. So, not only does it help you protect your time, but it also helps you, like, it also helps you, like, figure out where you can help other people to gain that leverage or to gain that, like, future right. support. Or not help. Or not help, yeah. You
0: know. Like, bro, that's not my scope. Sorry, sister. Find somebody exactly. else. You gotta, you gotta get somebody else to do it.
1: Yeah per
0: okay i love that that's good here but we go yeah. then it's gonna get problematic what's the next one aren't there more problematic there's, there's some oh, more there's, problematic
1: ones um basically the based on the last thing i said is like basically how to build your network and i'm not talking about that stupid thing like you're adding random people on linkedin right. i'm talking about like building an actual network at work and a lot of that is gonna have to it might come with overextending yourself because like sometimes your singular performance is not enough right and when I'm talking about your network, I'm talking about the people that you work with for your job and people that are close to that. I'm not talking about some bitch that's over, two departments over that you don't ever work with. Right. That's not your network right now, babe. You need to work on your insular network first and then you build out from that. Because again, Sally over there can't speak to your work ethic or work, speak to your job performance. The people around you can't. So you need to work with them first. Right. So I want to focus on that. And I think the biggest thing with that is like, you you might find yourself early in a job overextending yourself. That's typically what I do, where I'm like, I will yeah, basically overextend. Yeah, girl, i overstim- myself.
0: I'm like, girl, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this. You need
1: this. Yeah. And it, you will build that favor. You will build that, like, you will build the favors. You'll build, like, the trust. So that, like, when it it's comes It's building down your to,
0: reputation. It's really all about your building your reputation. Exactly. To do, to be able to have responsibilities that you want to have and or to be more autonomous. Like, building Period. your building your, like, trust and reputation to be able to have the things that you want to have to feel comfortable in your role.
1: Curious. This is a, couldn't have said it better. Work. Wait,
0: what's where's, where's the erg one?
1: <laughs> this I guess this ties into this next point. But I said the next point is establishing value beyond your identity.
0: Continue on.
1: I just have. I just wanted to let that sit and simmer a bit because me personally I made a personal decision that this is personal to me and I think everyone should make a personal decision for themselves that I do not participate in any ERGs I don't participate in any community building at work I don't think this is that is is not the place to be doing that and the issue is that ERGs are not a category one they are not not a top priority
0: even though they do try to incentivize you by saying it can matter on your like when you talk about your work
1: and I will tell them I showed up to three black black ad events and I twirled around at some gay Vogue party. And they'll be like that's Did you twirl great. around at a gay vogue party? Girl, I have <laughs> on a damn panel with these gay people. Oh. And when I tell you <laughs> that's why I will never do an ERG. I oh didn't you organize another, the panel? I organized some panel and it was insane. Right, okay. And I just was like, I'm never doing ERGs again and that's okay. But here's the thing. You gotta identify you. Like your blackness is great your gayness is great anything that you have is great (laughs) it is just not your job like I know granted everyone's like being black is a job okay yeah sure whatever but it don't pay me at that job you're not getting paid babe to be black you're getting paid to do some work to do a function you're a cog babe do it (laughs) like you're a cog bitch work and I know that everyone's so obsessed with this like new concept of like black mediocrity I'm also aligned to that. I love, I want that for everyone. But, if you, can, you cannot If you want to medi- excel at a
0: certain level, you can't be black mediocrity. That's it's just not even that. It's
1: not even that. No, no, you can't excel. There's a level. Like, you have to be the expert before you can be mediocre. Because No, be, like, but you can't
0: excel straight out the gate just being like, being oh, mediocre. I'm mediocre. Like I said, once you build your reputation and you build that trust, you can right. really do whatever the fuck you want to do.
1: Yeah. When I tell you now I'm giving people maybe 40% of what I could do, and everyone. But it's not your scope, though. But guess what? I've cleared out everyone else, and and now I am the subject matter expert, and I'm only one that holds this information. So, like, whatever I do is going to be the best because no one else can do it. (laughs) So you just have to—you really have to differentiate yourself in that way
0: yeah I think one thing that I realized so me and Tyler actually complete opposites because Tyler has heard me complain multiple times about being part of my ERG which is employee resource group so it can it's like any affinity based identity type of group that you organize mm-hmm. around so that could be religion that could be race that could be gender identity uh sexuality um and so Tyler has heard me complain ad nauseum. look at my vocab stepping up in perpetuity <laughs> ad nauseum complain about like me being in my ERG and one thing I realized, so I told you how I did my uh, my my big event. I'm not gonna say what it was, but I did a big mm-hmm. event internally. Yep. And when they would refer about when they would talk about my event, they would talk about it. Oh, like the black at, the black at so and so event. And I was like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. It was a podcast event. Like, and that's why I wanted podcast be first. Cause I solely wanted this to be about podcast, and I did it in collaboration with. Right. And after that, I was like, actually, I don't know if I want to do this work. Cause I'm feeling like it's getting tied to the identity space. And I need to be solely about my category one, because it looks right. like what am I do- like? What am I doing? Like I, this is my category one, and I also found too that like, I have managers who care about their category one. I don't think my my uh, identity D- or ERG goals help their category one. No, at especially all. for orgs that actually really don't give a fuck about DEI. Like I think we have to remember that they really don't care about DEI. Right. Exactly. they want you to do your like they want you to do your job so I am finally out of the ERG space after a year and a half
1: and I'm so happy for you it's called freedom
0: almost two years it actually is freedom like I even left all the chats I was like I actually just don't care anymore I, I refuse to do this in my category one anymore I think it's better to be good at your job and then you can also you obviously will be
1: seen as your identity but be good at your job right and the thing is like a lot of times, like, and again, I'm not, I'm not anti people using their identity at work. Cause I'm pro that because guess what? I mean, but you got to use it sparingly because if you keep using it, the girls can be like, "Girl, I don't care anymore,"
0: or they'll be like, "Girl, I can't do nothing around you because all of a sudden I'm racist."
1: Right. You and cause again, <laughs> the race car. Obviously, I'm pro pulling it. I'm pro pulling the race car. I'm pro pulling the. Homophobia, yeah. someone literally messaged me today being like, I'm so sorry. I called you they, th- or I called you he, him in a meeting. And I was like, girl, but you're doing it to fuck
0: with people because you just said that your pronouns are no longer they, them, but you kept it
1: on purpose so bitches would trip up. Yeah, and I just wanted like, to girl- someone
0: actually, Did someone actually message you that today?
1: Someone messaged me that this morning. And I was like, girl, you're <laughs> like three years behind.
0: Did you laugh when she said
1: that? I said, there's no problem.
0: But internally, did you laugh?
1: No, I just giggled I was like, <laughs> And he was like, I'm so sorry, it won't happen again. And I was like, Okay.
0: Do you miss Nicket? You...
1: <laughs> <gasps> no, I still work with them.
0: Live. I'm gonna bleep this out, but he's they them, right? Or they're they them? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and the, sister, you want to know the craziest thing about this whole situation? No, that like,
0: I actually just did what's exactly wrong with pronouns.
1: No, when I say you, sister, everyone just calls me he, him. And I'm like, I did not have to tell anybody. Like, the girls just knew. They were like, you are a man. <laughs> and they said we were never using this. And I was like, period. Why do I need to say... And you're like, why Why did not you change your pronouns like from they, them to he? I was like, I don't need to. They're already calling me he, him, go it don't matter.
0: This is just funny. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a burning exercise at this point, because... <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't gonna get it. Girl, that's
1: our best quote. It's a branding exercise at this no, point. No, because
0: a lot of things are a branding exercise. Because you're just doing shit to be doing shit. Like you can yeah. tell, there's real, there's really no thought. Like you didn't really think this. You just said, let's do it, exactly, and see what happens. Okay. So, anyways, yes, I understand ergs are, are now. Yeah. For some, now yes. I think that some can also use that space to traverse into other spaces.
1: Yeah, aligned. And or get into IND if that's what they want to do. Yes, and that's literally my next point. I feel like you're in my mind. Which sorry, kind of, sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. No, it's great. I feel like we have to get the we have to get the talk together. But the next point is like understanding your position and your value slash lack of value if a company decides <laughs> to lay you off. Right. And like basically how to strategically place yourself because again, a lot of these jobs are great to get you in the door at tech companies. Yeah. And a lot of these obviously are actual full careers just at tech companies that are really precarious like if you if you value being at a tech company so much those roles might not be the best place to sit in because they're the first to go so like right when you're in yeah i
0: think i actually really did finesse my way into something like i have finessed my way around the company But that came from the ability to network because to I I do think back to networking, I think cold networking works like how I would network with people was you have to think about your angle when you're networking. So like you can set up a chat. My angle always was, hey, I'm new to Apple. I'm a college grad. I am in a rotation program, something to make them feel like, hey, I should want to help this person out or I should give this person my time because they're wanting to learn. Like think about how you can always come off as a student. Yep. To someone who you're trying to engage with, they feel they're much more, much more inclined to want to help you. Mm-hmm. And then once you get in those one on ones, girl, I, I, I have, I give myself, I guess I re- don't even realize to do this. Fifteen minutes to tell my story. How can I effectively tell my story in a way that makes them want to listen to what my ask is? Because I do always have an ask, low key.
2: Yeah.
0: Whether that's continued, con, t- continuation of their time, or asking them to put me in contact with someone. Yeah. So like. I think through doing that, I think that's really helped me finesse my way. Or not finesse, because it's not really finesse. Move around the company. Do being able to talk to people, meet people. Like, I got to do podcasts, which I thought was a really fun job. Now I think I'm going to... I was in a different position in my original org when I first started, but now I'm in a different position in that org, and I really like Mm -hmm. this. I think this is more suited to my strong skills. It's, like, a lot more strategic thinking instead of more, like, admin tasks, which I think is really cool. And so... I don't know like i think you're totally right find your value your lack of value like your value could be that you just know how to talk to people that's an actually really good value that's value yeah because half half of what you do is how you talk to people and who you know and if you can find that person and, and make them want to talk to you girl you don't hate that if you don't know how to talk to people maybe find some other strong skills that can help you right
1: go learn SQL and learn how to do <laughs> right. some code i don't know go to, go to a coding boot camp <laughs> no no girl, I'm, a, I'm completely aligned to that like when I started at this company, I started in a role. It was a real bait and switch. I got into the role and I was like, what is this? This is the dumbest job I've ever done. Right. And then I was like, I have to get out. And I was basically working with my network of, like, cross-functional partners. And I was like, oh, like, this team seems cool. This team seems cool. And I was able to work with them, basically, on our actual jobs, our category one. And basically, I saw, I was like, oh, like, this team looks really cool. I want to be on that team. And I became close with a lot of the people on that team, basically, like, using my position to basically push their goals faster. Right. So basically it was like, oh, I can make this go faster for you. I can do this. I can do this. And then they would, in turn, teach me about what they're doing. And then when it came to when the job opened up on their team, before the role opened, they were just like, hey, Tyler, this person's about to leave. This role's about to open up. Like, we want you on this team. And I was like, great. And they're like, okay, cool. Interviewed. Everyone, I knew everyone. They were like, it's fine. And I was on the team within, like, a month. So, like, working within your network to move around. Like, sometimes you might have to be patient. You're not going to go directly from point A to point whatever one you want to be at. But you might have to take baby steps. But, like, you have to leverage that. They always say,
0: my mentors always say, sometimes you have to take a lateral move. Yeah. And I hated hearing that. But sometimes you have to take a lateral move because it actually is just not your timing to be where you need to be, which I also agree. Like, I think... I think I've ended up where I need to end up, I end up considering just like, you don't know what type of politics are happening or like what some of the background and where you're trying to go. So sometimes taking a ladder move is just what you have to do to prepare yourself for like what you want to go do. Exactly. I think we have such a great Afro tech session.
1: Yeah. I don't know, girl. Like honestly, and I think we've covered like the rest of the stuff that I was gonna love. Oh no, I guess I have one more thing. Okay, go, go. It's called work hard, play hard. And I'm not talking about play, as in y'all going to the club. That's no. That's not what you are saying. I'm talking about play as in playing the game at work. I hate playing the game. And by game, I mean, like, the social engineering that you have to do to, like... No, the politics. The politics. I think there's... By playing, I'm actually not talking about, like, the social politics. I'm talking more about, like, knowing where the fuck you are. And by knowing where the fuck you are, like, understanding your rating systems and understanding your performance systems. Because... For example, my company, like, has this thing called, like, calibrations. Part of my job and part of that play in the game is figuring out who is in those meetings. Who are all the people that are going to feed into, like, like, basically I what I get rated. I think I'm I get fucked for rated. my review. Oh, I'm fucked this half, too. So, like it is what it is
0: okay no shade i'm glad that our careers kind of follow a similar in likeness because it actually like makes me not feel alone and like when yeah. i come to you you know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about because you're experiencing it too and so this makes me not feel alone come I'm like imagine you just fucked you you're fucked on your review and you just gotta sit in that alone that's, yeah. your, that's your
1: money that's my money like i just lost x amount of dollars because
0: i was fucking around well you didn't fuck around. Like you just no, I just, I just got fu- I
1: just got fucked around. So Yeah, and I
0: fucked around. Well kind of but then I also got someone who went to fuck up. You just fuck got fucked around. Yeah. I someone went to fuck me up and I fucked up. So like I'm we're both at fault. <laughs> but anyway, sorry.
1: But yeah, honestly just knowing where you are and knowing your place in the business, knowing who has a say in what and figuring out like how to engage with those people, how to ensure that you're having the right impressions with people I think is, is important. And the others are just kinda like fuck it, like
0: right get in and get out this is if you want to pierce the corporate baddie veil you may never want to be a corporate baddie and then you never have to be a corporate baddie
1: right and that's everything
0: right like it's invest if you want to invest that's the thing too like you can also just show up to do your job and not do anything and be also be perfectly okay
1: yeah
0: but me i don't know i guess i am competitive but not anybody else but myself oh same so I'm like, girl, this is where I want to go. So I gotta get there. I don't know how I'm gonna get there, but I gotta figure it out. But I've actually had some very big missteps. Like, can I tell you? Well, maybe I'll bleep this out. Maybe I'll just tell you this after we get off, because I okay. fucked up. I fucked up one bad time. Oh, child, meeting, yeah, don't do that. And no, so I just can't. we'll yeah, do it after. Exactly. But do you have any additional thoughts?
1: No, I any honestly closing just remarks? think. I guess like my closing remarks would be. It's hard out here, honestly, and I see why people are doing the stupid shit that they're doing, whether it's quote-unquote community building, whether it's scamming, like, I see why you're doing that, but, like, I have we personally... We have to reimagine. Yeah, we have to reimagine, but I have just say, I have personally found, like, some semblance of joy in how I've navigated working, like... Right. I get my little money. I minimize the time that I have to work.
0: But also one thing I realized, too, is you have a community, a huge community outside of work. Like, yeah, I actually don't think I have community with people from outside of my like who are at my job outside of my job. Mm. I'm mostly only friends with people who are outside of my job.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. that's been beneficial because I'm like, I don't have to have you be in both those spaces. Because also, no shade, I don't be trusting people like that. Like you saw me on my worst behavior outside of work, and now we're in a place that I, I have to go to pay my bills. I don't like that. No thanks. But so, actually, I
1: will say like, obviously, most of my like so- core communities outside of work, I have made like some very, very good friends. But you also don't work on at the same work.
0: team anymore, which I think works out because like yeah. I don't like we are in the same business, but we are not like breeding each other's necks.
1: Yeah. Not my
0: Because you better be in a wedding. Do you have oh. your wedding outfit picked out?
1: Yeah, girl, I already have it bought picked it's out. A, and everything. It's a
0: but what shirt are you gonna put underneath this? See. I don't know yet, girl. So you don't have to figure it out. That's what I thought. That's why I asked that specific question, cause that's you don't have to figure it out. You're
1: so sick. I'm just
0: saying, you have to be that say I have it all figured out. No, you don't. Yeah, I just asked you a clarifying question, you didn't. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, well, I just want to say shout out to my guest, Tyler. Um, I thought this was actually very I feel like we did real world application of theory.
1: Yeah, we talked our shit and we said this is what this is what we think. At least people know what we think.
0: It was a thought exercise. And I love a thought exercise where you have to you have to have done the pre reading to sit and apply theory. So it felt like a really good thought exercise.
1: No, I had so much fun. Honestly, it takes me back to my podcasting days. Which
0: Jasmine denies ever existing, as you heard. She's such a hater. Like I'm like, girl, you were in any the ep- living Do you have any episodes? Yeah you want to have i want to share a link so people can listen to
1: it just episode. there's nothing online it's only on my phone like we've it's been scrubbed from the internet that's ghetto it's deep cuts
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i tried for the second time to get someone to share with me the podcast link so we can listen to the podcast but
1: no babes it's okay this is the future this is the future this This podcast is the future
0: i know i'm being daughter okay so me and tyler have come up with this theory for relationships And it's really from Tyler, but I think we've developed the theory. I think that we could actually write a book about like our essays on our multiple musings of just like how we think the world order exists. Because it's actually very interesting. So Tyler, he used to call me daughter and I used to be very insulted by that. (laughs) I was like, why are you calling me daughter? I don't like that. And so I would call him mother or grin just to get back, like just get my get back. But. After thinking deeply about it, I do think it's a a dichotomy that does exist. Yeah. In relationships. So, do you want to explain what you know your definition of mother and daughter is?
1: I think yeah. So my definition of mother and daughter, and like again, I've had many mothers in my life. So like me mothering you is not me sonning you or me daughtering you. I know. And
0: that's how it comes off at first. Is like it's very like all you is my son. It's very nasty, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. But I think it's a more loving term.
1: No, it is because it's like. Oftentimes, mothers will also see themselves in their daughters, and they want the best for their daughters. That is me sometimes. Obviously, not in every facet. So I'm like, right. oh, this is my girl. Like, I want the best for her. Like I want right. her to like figure out and like have all the happiness she wants. Figures out anything right. with her job, love life, ex so, Like I'm gonna tell her things, and I'm gonna like do this in like a mothering way. Right. But the thing is, like you also told me, like you also mother as well. Granted, like, you didn't choose to be a mother, but like. Again, yeah, no shade.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm extricating myself from the motherhood lifestyle because I don't want to be a mother to no kids. Like, no shade. I think I, I won't have kids. I'm childless. I'm a barren mother.
1: And sometimes you can't choose to be a mother. Sometimes you end up being mother.
0: I know, but one thing about me, you can always leave. Like, you're not beholden to childcare.
1: You're not. Some people can. You can be a neglectful mother. Sometimes Jasmine is a neglectful mother to me. <laughs>
0: no shit i think she'd be on that ass i don't think she'd really be neglecting you she'd be kind of eating you up <laughs> i think you're not a neglectful mother but i do think that i am i am a pretty good daughter i can't lie like i'm the daughter of the group i want to make sure that we have girl i have so many tiktoks that we need to make and and we weekend. have
1: time we have time this weekend when i tell you right
0: so we have tiktoks that we have to make yeah and i think too like tyler's also nasty about mo- like there's i think there's a it's the nuance to being a mother sometimes you're motherly but sometimes you're just nasty like for example i i did buy a pair of glasses from the same brand that tyler bought glasses after tyler got those glasses but i did not buy the same exact thing and whenever i wear them tyler would call me a daughter because i had bought the exact same thing as him
1: i mean that was very much a daughter behavior but i also then bought the exact same glasses as you <laughs>
0: I know and then bought the same shirt that I bought. So it did feel good to get that get back 'cause I was mother cool. and you was daughter. I know it does it, it does feel good to be mother and it sometimes it does feel good to be daughter. Like when you struggle in your tech stuff, it feels good to be daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe that's the direct opposite community because I'm only fun it's only fun being daughter when you can get your get back and laugh. Exactly. It's not, it's not fun to be a daughter when you being mothered. And
1: you're only being mothered.
0: Right. Like, sometimes motherly is different from being mothered.
1: Like, I don't want to be eternal daughter. Like, I just want to be sometimes daughter, sometimes mother.
0: You don't want to be eternal daughter?
1: No, I'm just saying, like, no one wants to be an internal daughter. Like, that's just not fun.
0: Because sometimes you got to be, you got to mother a bitch, and sometimes you have to be motherly. Exactly. But I'm more so for my kids, maybe that's why I'm a bad mom. I'm more so mothering them,
1: and I'm not motherly. You're not motherly at all. No. (laughs) At all.
0: Maybe I got to be more motherly. And I but think it's hard because time. I never had a mother. I mean, I had a mother, but...
1: <laughs> but we hear you. We hear you. I had me. a
0: mother, but I didn't have a... I had a mother who mothered me. She wasn't motherly. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's... My, I got to go back and see that lady soon. It's becoming imminent.
1: I, I, was th- I was thinking about going back to see my lady too, but...
0: I just don't need to wreck my life right now.
1: But y'all really read me on that last podcast where, you you're like, people just go to therapy to just fuck around. That but was you... really me.
0: <laughs> you don't go to therapy. Like, I've been going to therapy getting my life wrecked because I'm actually coming to this lady like, girl, you got to help me. Like, I don't know who else can help me. You just be going to therapy to just talk?
1: I don't go anymore, obviously. But when I went, like, I was looking at that bitch in her face and just lying.
0: And you had a, you had insurance at that point, right? Oh, it was
1: free. The Therapy was Good. free. I'm
0: about to say because there's no way I'm paying. Girl, I paid ten dollars, and I'm not lying.
1: Well, sometimes I lie. Like I just lie sometimes just to elicit a reaction out of her. Because sometimes I would tell her like my life story, and it, I guess it wouldn't be enough for her to be like, "We should talk about deeply about this." So I was like, "Girl, let me throw some little pizzazz in there," so you think it's like a little bit you more. You guys so we should can see
0: my mouth. It's so a <laughs> because. <laughs> No, I got to tell the story. It's actually sad but in the moment. It's funny. So Tyler was there that night that my mother sent me the most nastiest text alive. Like, you don't send it to your kid. And Tyler was there, and I was actually very emotional. And I actually do think that I'm not very religious. You, I don't know if I am religious, but I'm not like, I don't go to church. But I actually think you were there for a reason, you and Ashlyn. Cause I actually don't know what I would have done if I got that text by myself. And at all all said and done, we get back to joking because as a black person you have to have some levity in life. Tyler goes I think Tyler goes, that's he's like he's like, I'm God my family would never do anything like this And at first I was <laughs> <laughs> so like he's like my family would never do no shit like this. This is crazy And I was like, I mean this is crazy you're saying this right now and i really don't know you like that so that's one thing but you are actually right that let me know how crazy it was because i thought it was crazy but then when you said that i was like wow this is like unhinged because this is like what i expect from my (laughs) family
1: no because i was like no because it really wasn't that was like that shit was in different areas like yeah i had so nasty but like that was a different one so Definitely, I could I could obviously, like, empathize with you, even if I had never experienced anything right. like that. But I was like, oh, that actually just is a different level. Like, my family didn't like me for a while, but, like, that it was giving me like, It sounded
0: like somebody hated me. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, I was like, it's not like she fucking hated me. I was like, whoa, buddy. And then Tyler was also there the day that I got my phone cut off. Because we... <laughs> And Tyler was like, "Yeah, I've been
1: there." Oh no, girl! It's something about getting that phone cut off. It
0: snapped. It was just snapped off. I was like, "This is actually evil." But like, I think, you know, you've really been there for some moments, and I'm very appreciative. Like we had, we had, we had been through some things, and yeah, I don't know. Like, a tr-
1: a good mother. I might even see your no. a mother's a Mother's no, Day. No, we're good. sisters. It's that's giving sisters. No, that was giving sisters.
0: That was giving sisters in hell. But you are a good mother. I I might get your Mother's Day good. You are a good mother. And, but when you when you try to mother me though, that's Yo, nasty. Because <laughs> you're being a bitch. You're not actually. Yeah, being no, nice. and again,
1: yeah. Sometimes you have to be a bitch. We already we we, we already discussed that.
0: We didn't discuss that. We said uh, per, uh honesty without compassion is a bit like is being a bitch. And we just have to being a bitch at the workplace. You don't have to be a bitch. To your
1: quote unquote daughter slash sister. But when you like literally bite my style, like I gotta get at you. I have to do something.
0: Okay. Think of me when you wear your tank air top.
1: <gasps> I actually need to send her to the dry cleaners. I'm scared with, of dry cleaners. With my uh with my laser.
0: What's your daiser?
1: That's what Jasmine and Cheyenne call my fucking blazer.
0: Your <laughs> It is kind of a laser.
1: John, just leave me alone. And you wear that fucking laser with everything too. It 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 eats, babe. When something eats,
0: I don't And then tracing tre- your sweat's gonna eat through them armpit holes. Cause you were in there every fucking time I see you. You had that fucking laser on. That's such a good name, laser. They kind of ate you up there.
1: It did, but it's okay. I'm still a baddie. It's okay.
0: Because you did eat. You eat people up too. Did you like that picture of my Alfredo luncheon? <laughs> yeah, bitch when
1: I, was, I tell you i, bitch, was, I was so hungry giggling.
0: i was so hungry that's why i made that i was like i bet tyler would hate me right now i almost i'm glad salmon.
1: you're eating your meals babe that's all i'm, I'm happy my daughter's eating
0: girl i was sick, so i had to make something really quickly but i um i should put some salmon in it
1: even though it's out up, right up why does this man oh this man sent me a voice message i'm scared
0: yikes okay well thank you for coming to the podcast this is the end <sighs>
1: Mm, 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 I'll, mm, I'll see mm. you in the
0: next i'll see y'all in the next episode i'll Make literally sure see I, you
1: tomorrow
0: I, y'all the listeners oh <laughs> right. okay never mind <laughs> exactly not y'all out y'all can't exactly y'all can out out house right i'll see y'all in the next episode um i guess i don't know what i'll talk about but see you soon shout out to tyler clap for tyler